0: Duncan dum has a falcon on his cock. dum 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 and uh, I didn't really enunciate the O correctly. Did you notice that? I'm going to skip over it. But I just had to I admit, I got some slobber. My tongue miscalculated. That's a frustrating thing. When your tongue miscalculates and a word comes out wrong, yep. and you feel like a fucking loser, especially when it happens on stage.
1: Oh, that will throw you off on it.
0: One, Yeah, we can, and it can happen in the middle of an awesome punchline. And even though the punchline still makes sense, people are like, eh. Nah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Just
2: because you stumbled. <laughs> the cruel nature yeah. of this
0: business. <laughs> onit.com O-N-N-I-T. Makers of Alpha Brain. We all took Alpha Brain right before the show, yes. ladies and gentlemen. And I, yes. People say, hey, Joe Rogan, do you really take all this shit? Yes, I do. I would not sell it if I did not take it. It's uh, really hard to keep it in your butt, too. Yeah, you can't put these in your butt because they're made out of gelatin. And then you have gelatin coming out of your butt. For real, they just I don't fall right think your out. body, your butt absorbs it the way your mouth does. If you broke the powder down, if like took t- took the capsules out, what is these? They make vegetarian capsules too, which I don't understand. I guess it's like you can make like a, a gelatin and a veg- vegetarian stuff. What what, what what the fuck are those? The outside of the pill made of? Isn't that like a concern with some people? Like they don't like swallowing pills yes. because they don't want to eat all that gelatin. Totally, but gelatin's good for you. Like Jello is awesome for you.
1: Well, isn't it? The vegans don't want to eat it because it comes from hoofs.
0: Oh, those weak-ass bitches. That's the problem. Not all of them, Rich Roll. I love you. I love you, Mac Danzig. You guys are my favorite vegans of all time. Oh, and by the way, Mac Danzig has his own podcast now. And uh, his uh, first guest uh, was, uh, I believe, Gray Maynard. Um, he might've sent me an email that I need to go and review here, but I would like to promote it. Cause Mac is a, a very cool guy and a very intelligent and interesting guy. And, um, I think that his podcast would be badass. Luke Rockhold, who's another interesting cat. So it's Luke Rockhold, uh, Gray Maynard, and Mac Danzig together for a podcast. Uh, so I don't know where you would get that, but if you go to Mac Danzig's Twitter, which is at Mac Danzig MMA, go and check it out. And uh, very, very cool guy, Mac Danzig. And one of the nicest vegans you'll ever want to meet. And he can eat our hemp force protein powder. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? Because it's totally vegan. <laughs> super fucking healthy for you on it makes the best tasting protein powder on earth This shit is expensive and here's one of the big reasons why it's expensive we can't grow hemp in the united states of america ladies and gentlemen uh we can grow it in canada and buy it and then bring it to america but you cannot grow it in america makes sense because we are really retarded in 2012, the year 2012. But when I say retarded, by the way, I'm not going to stop saying that, you fucking oversensitive twats. You annoying pains in the asses. Don't say retarded. I can't believe you use the word retarded. Yeah. Huh. Retarded is not a medical designation or distinction. It's not. It's not. It means retard or slow or like too slow to catch up annoyingly slow retarded get it you know what it means doesn't mean someone has down syndrome god damn it it doesn't mean someone has some sort of a chromosome disease it means you're fucking retarded and if hemp is illegal in 2012 that's all it is it's fucking retarded it makes no sense whatsoever not even a little bit 100 percent non-psychoactive you will not t- test positive for it if you have a drug test coming up, they'll tell you you have to not eat poppy seed bagels. You know why? Because they'll test positive for heroin. Crazy. But you will not test positive for marijuana if you eat all the, the hemp forest protein powder in the world. We can only buy 50 pounds of this shit a day Stupid. In Canada. Yeah, it's amazingly stupid. And by the way, the federal government stepped in because uh, Vermont passed a law allowing them to grow hemp. Farmers. For jobs for farmers, folks. And a real legitimate product. I mean, it's not a backdoor to get marijuana legalized. It has absolutely nothing to do with it. it this is just focused on hemp as a commodity. Hemp makes see, superior paper. Hemp makes superior cloth. It's much more durable than cotton cloth. Hemp has essential fatty acids. You can eat it. It's high in protein. You can fuel fucking cars with it. In fact, you can make hemp boards to build houses and you can make hemp parts to build fucking cars and it's far stronger than steel and it's lighter in weight. You know how Corvettes are made out of fiberglass? Well, Lotus made an, a hemp car. Henry Ford's first car that he ever made. The panels were made out of hemp fiber. And this sounds uh-huh. ridiculous. It sounds like I, it, at some point in time I must be making this up. Yeah, There's got to be some negative side of this while this shit, shit is legal, but there's not. There's no negative side of it. None, zero, zilch. It's healthy. It's, a, it's an excellent plant. And we're being robbed. We're literally being robbed by pharmaceutical companies, by chemical companies, by anybody that would want to keep. Enough, fella. By anybody that would want to keep hemp illegal. It's fucking yes. maddening and frustrating. But you can buy it. You can still buy it. You go to go to dot com. You can buy our hemp Force protein powder. It's the shit. It's got maca in it and raw cocoa, and it's fucking delicious. Does maca give you a rush? Like it's when I to. take
1: maca, it gives me like like a three cups of coffee kind of
0: weird buzz. It's supposed to give you a bit of a hard on as well.
1: It Does? Yeah, it's right supposed away. To
0: be, yeah, it's supposed to be very stimulating for the, the system. Get your old it's fucking
1: great. cannon fired Nothing like up. drinking a smoothie and then looking down. You've got a hard cock. Hey, <laughs>
3: have you guys heard of Hot, Hot Rod 5000? No. It's a natural supplement that you can take that's extracted from ants and a bunch of fucking other natural shit that just gives you these crazy boners. Whoa. Like like, like, like
0: T was telling me about it. It was just amazing, he said. I he took it by Teed. mistake. I can't see Teeb with a crazy crazy boner. <laughs> I can see him with like a like a whiny boner. <laughs> no, no way. Have you not followed Teeb on Instagram? It's all
3: shots of his six-pack belly and fucking he's like got a, like he's like a a cheetah, a male cheetah.
0: What is he doing? Is he trying to put get some get some pussies? Dude, he's pimping. it out he's, there. He's he's, just he's pimping. rocking his forty-year-old yeah.
1: body. He's got a Bruce Lee. He's got a Bruce Lee, weird Bruce Lee. Yeah, it's and so wow. weird.
0: Chicks dig it, but when you don't, yeah, when you don't eat much, get skinny. I guess
3: that dude should do action. <laughs> that dude should do action movies. He you could. Know? Teb? Teb. Totally. He an action star.
0: Could he be like the next Dexter? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, totally, totally that.
1: He could definitely be the kind of like uh, bedraggled detective that's like kind <laughs> of disillusioned with a force, but ends up
0: like Die Hard in space. Yeah. Yes. You guys are obviously higher than I am.
1: There's
0: no other explanation for this. it.com we also carry uh, kettlebells, the finest kettlebells you can get, uh, highest quality. They will last you a lifetime. Uh, We sell them. We sell everything we sell as cheap as we possibly can sell. We just started selling Blendtec blenders. We literally sell them for $200 less than the manufactured suggested retail price. Um, more, it's actually more than two hundred dollars less. We try to sell things as the best shit as cheaply as possible. This this Blendtec blender is fucking badass. I got a blendtech They're they're amazing. And when you get it, if you buy it from Onnit, you also get a free um, container of uh, hemp force protein powder with your order. <laughs> The Blendtec is—I started using it to make that bulletproof coffee too. But because the Vitamix,
1: you gotta like push it, push it down with a yeah, stick. Yeah, it's too
0: crude and stupid. Blendtec that, sucks yeah. it in. Yeah, Blendtec is better. Uh, I used the Vitamix for a while. It's just more mechanical. Like yeah. sho- it only has two speeds, and you shove the thing in there. But Blendtec does it all for you, and it—it it pulses it where it like slows the uh, the, the, the the cutters yeah. down so that the stuff settles, and then it yeah. kicks it back up again. Like they have it down to a science, and uh, I use it for. Or, uh, my kale shakes. I use it to make bulletproof coffee, and uh, so we're selling that stuff as well as. When battle I get ropes.
1: stoned and make a smoothie with my Blendtec, it <laughs> scares me.
0: Like it's like it so scary? powerful,
1: it feels like it's gonna blow up. Like yeah. I feel like. I don't know if I should put my hand over the top or, like, get away from it. Because it seems – it's just – it's really – it's dangerous. dangerous. You've
0: seen when they did blended. We showed it on the podcast. Before we ever got involved with Blendtec, we actually uh, were just randomly talking about blenders on the podcast, like, to make smoothies with. We had no, like, business affiliation with them. And we started pulling up these videos with Blendtec where they were blending up iPhones. Yeah. they take an iPhone and turn it into fucking dust. Yeah. And You're yeah. like, whoa! That's metal. There's like, there's metal in that, and glass. It just destroys it. I'll just you. Could, I make. This sounds like we're doing. I'm not.
1: This isn't a commercial. I'm not sponsored by Blendtec in any way. I I eat Blendtec made smoothies, but you can pour like sometimes I'll go to the farmers market and just throw in like random vegetables. You just throw mm. everything in, blend it, and it heats it up because yeah. the the I don't know I don't know what that it's going so fast. Yeah. yeah,
3: I do vodka
0: orange and ice cubes. Yeah, that works too. You could totally use it to make alcohol shit. Yeah, it's it's the great best. for making mixture. It's a just an awesome blender. Hey, you could
1: use it to get rid of a body.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. You could blend you need pigs. up a corpse. You need pigs for you that. Could. Did you hear about the guy in Oregon a couple of weeks ago? Felling his pigs. on his pigs. He fell on his pigs and they just chewed his yeah. ass up. That's the next thing I'm hunting. I want to hunt some wild pigs. They have like a real problem in Texas, man.
3: I could get into that. You can get into pig hunting? Oh, fuck yeah.
0: Okay. That's what we're doing. We're going pig hunting. Not the, really. The, we're the we're... intense part is butchering it. That's when it's going to get intense. Uh. onit.com O-N-N-I-T. <laughs> we also have Shroom Tech Sport, which I should have taken with me on my crazy hunt in Montana. Because I could have used it going up those hills. Shroom Tech Sport is fucking fantastic if you're involved in anything that revol- involves endurance. Like I, I love it for jujitsu. I do it before I have my kettlebell workouts or anything like that. Shroom Tech is—it's uh, an incredible supplement made from the cordyceps mushroom, and it's uh, just shown to aid in your body's optimization of oxygen. It's really interesting. It gives you like a, a real legitimate endurance boost, um, and uh, it's also great for people that go into high altitude places. It helps you to uh, adapt to uh, the altitude quicker. You know, if you go from like sea level up to like eighty five hundred, nine thousand feet, so sometimes people can get sick. And uh, we've had many people tell us that they they took Shroom Tech for this very reason, and then it really helped them and uh, minimized their uh, their their problems in shifting to the higher altitude. Uh, Shroom Tech. We also have um, New Mood, which is a five HTP and L triptophan supplement, and it's called New Mood because it literally enhances your mood. It, it makes it's the all the building blocks for serotonin, including 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 L-tryptophan, which converts to 5-HTP, and 5-HTP converts to serotonin. So there's a bit of a time-released factor in there as well. And it's it's a really uh, excellent supplement. And uh, one that I suggest, I mean... I think everybody could be a little happier. Everybody could use a little bit more serotonin in your life. It okay. make, you make you a nicer fucking person. So New Mood is, uh, again, one of my favorite supplements. If you use the code name Rogan, you'll save 10% off any and all supplements from Onnit. The other stuff like the, the blenders and the kettlebells, we sell that as cheap as we possibly can. And we will continue to sell you the best shit as cheap as possible. And the when you order pills, if you order any, any of the vitamins or supplements, your first 30 days or first 30 pills rather – I fuck that up every time. It's like you say 30 and you have to say days. It's like, for whatever reason, we're locked into this idea. First 30 pills when you order one of these fucking things right in front of my hand. Try it. You don't like it. There's a 100% money back guarantee. You don't even have to return the product. We're just trying to sell you the best nutritional supplements possible possible and all shit that I use. No one's trying to rip you off. And if you use the code name Rogan, again, you'll get 10% off. Go to DeathSquad.tv and pick yourself up some groovy, psychedelic cat shirts designed and created by our very own Brian Redband. And uh, all the proceeds go to him and the Death Squad Podcast Network, which now features Kevin Pereira. Yes, our friend Kevin from Attack of the Show has a new badass podcast on the Death Squad Network called Pointless. And he is a bad motherfucker. I so love my, did that. Did you dude. listen to that last one? I did not listen, oh, but dude. he's one of my favorite guests ever that we have on this podcast. He's, he's such such a smart dude, and cool, and righteous, and just he's just legit all around. He's a. I really love that dude, and I'm so happy that he's uh, a part of the Death Squad podcast network. Um, My new t-shirts at Hire-Primate.com are in, so uh, go and uh, check that out. We have three new designs, including two with Duncan Trussell from the Tabernacle, the the poster from the Tabernacle that Mike (laughs) Maxwell did, and the poster from um, Chicago. Um, the, the Chicago theater with also with Duncan and Joey Diaz and uh, the tabernacle was the one where I filmed my last special and that, yeah, that is coming out. I swear to God, it's we it, were just waiting for the website. There's a lot to of CGI. Designed. I bet this, this is just about the website. The website is being redesigned. And that shit takes a long time. I hired an actual real professional to do it this time. Let's see if it turns out to be a disaster. Anyway, hire dash primate.com. Duncan Trussell is here. Strap yourself in. You dirty, <laughs> dirty bitches. <laughs> We're fixing to get the party started. Joe Rogan
4: Podcast, check it out. The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan Podcast by night, all day.
0: San Francisco, Brian Redband, Greg Fitzsimmons, and I are at the Knob Hill Masonic Masonic Auditorium. And uh, I've gotten more than one email from... Really dumb people Who think <laughs> that Because I am playing At the Masonic Auditorium It just proves That I am a New World Order shill
3: You're, you're a yep. reptile dude You follow
0: The
1: Lightbringer yeah. Lord Lucifer
0: I am a part Of the Masonic uh, What do they call themselves? Brotherhood? Plague. They're a fraternity a fraternity I'm part of the, the Masonic fraternity And uh, I'm in With the New World Order Because I'm playing At the Knob Hill Masonic Auditorium You know
1: what A mason told me once? <laughs> he said that what it's all about is that math or geometry is the first language of the universe it's like the first language of god and so like they're super into sacred geometry like that's a big thing and like the whole thing's based on building the temple of solomon which is where you house the ark of the covenant You know, it's all symbolic, of course, but the new Temple of Solomon that they're trying to build, according to the conspiracy theorists, is society. Like, this is it. Like, society is the new Temple of Solomon. And part of that was getting the United States Revolution to happen because they helped fund that. And also fucking D.C., the street layout of D.C. is all Masonic symbols and that goddamn obelisk popping up out of the middle of fucking D.C., that weird thing. And it's all over our fucking money. So yeah, Joe, we are worried about you. you
0: Are yeah, there, dabbling? There, there is something go- going on behind the scenes, right? I mean, it's it's clear. If you look at the design of Washington, D.C. And, folks, you should really should look this up online because it's not something that – it's irrefutable. Yes. The grid, the grid, the way they've lined up the streets, the way they put the buildings and everything. I mean, it, it literally is Masonic symbols. It
1: is. And it's all over uh, our fucking money, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, what's up with that fucking all-seeing eye on top oh, of the pyramid? Just an
1: eye on top of a pyramid. That makes sense. The United States and its long love affair with Egypt. Think how the Egyptians helped form our constitution. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. No one thinks about that shit. That's what's so fun about the occult, you know, because the word occult itself means hidden, but it's like hidden in plain view because this shit's in front of everybody. Like all the people who deny conspiracy theories and stuff in their wallet. Are fucking rectangles covered in Egyptian occult symbology that they don't even think about.
0: Yeah, and for folks who don't know, what the symbols are in in Washington, D.C., the way it's set up, is one of them is uh, a a Lucifer uh, upside-down pentagram. Sure. I mean, so the horns stick up in the air. I mean, there's yeah. that's that's there. I mean, they did design this. They really did design the streets like this. And the other one is um, like that masonic symbol that looks like sure. a measuring device.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that means a lot. But yeah, that's why that's why they like that because they're trying. What they're trying to do is to sort of articulate the primary. Um, uh, the 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 very first way that the universe formed, which is through geometry or through like a cascade of like specific physical laws that are based on math.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: super fucking cool, man. I mean, that's it, what masons are. Well, that's what a mason told me at a wedding. I don't know. He's drunk too. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I yeah, I met a drunk Mason at a at a, a show at the Laugh Factory in Houston. Uh, he was showing me his Mason IDs and shit, and, yeah. and I'm like, "What the fuck is being a Mason? What do you yeah. what do you guys do?" It's like, "Oh man, it's just secret society, you know." Hung out together.
1: Yeah, yeah hang out together. We had to do rituals yeah. where you come out of a fucking coffin. I know that happens.
0: Okay, but how much power do you really think they have wield, try to use? Is, is there really anything to what they're doing, or is, like, being a Mason just fun? Uh, it's like I, being I, an Elks Lodge I, member. I've heard there's bunches, There's many
1: different levels of the thing, and I imagine that uh, a lot of Masons uh, are probably in politics, and when you're, when you're in a fraternity and you're in politics, you're probably going to pay deference to other people in your fraternity when it comes to working together to make laws happen or whatever you're up to. So I, I, a lot of people say it's a waning population, that the, the Masons are kind of like dying out because fewer young people are signing up. because. They don't recruit. So, to become a Mason, you have to ask a Mason. So, you have to go to the Masonic Lodge and be like, I want to become a Freemason. And then they do like background checks on you and stuff. Should we
0: become Masons?
1: Yes, let's do it. I think it'd be a
0: blast. What do you think is good about being a Mason? I think ceremony is... People are going nuts right now in front of their computer. These fucking shills! These fucking New World Order shills! Where is the Alex Jones hotline number? I need to call him right... Joe Rogan has publicly admitted on his show that he is a mason! He has Duncan Trussell on who talks about how wonderful it is to be a Mason and spreading propaganda and disinformation about Masons being about geometry. They're about control. They're about taking your soul, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm not going to stand for
1: it. Well, man, I don't know. You know, who knows? I I think... Uh, ceremony is a is something that is missing from a lot of people's lives in our culture because it's so goddamn weird. And it sounds I, like someone wants to get married. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so.
0: Yeah, someone wants to get married. Well, that yeah. is
1: that definitely <laughs> that is definitely a ceremony. But like you know, there's a lot of other ceremonies too that aren't quite so. Uh, based on like on stupid shit but i mean all <laughs> 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 but they are like there's they're, they're psychedelic man and like i read this somewhere i don't remember who said it but it was a, an interesting point which is that a rock show is a ceremony mm-hmm. in the sense that you're going to this to to watch people on stage crew like doing like songs which are a kind of chant that everyone already knows and you're taking psychedelics to go enjoy this thing so it's like that You know, that Jungian idea that, like, there's just certain basic things that tend to repeat through all different cultures. And the way it's repeated in our culture is more through, I'm going to go see a rock show and dress in a certain way and take a psychedelic and trip out and have a kind of transcendent experience that comes through the music. But it used to be, like, there's more formal versions of that idea. Which is like you take a psychedelic and then you do a series of like intonations or whatever the fuck it is, depending on what religion or cult you're in. And that creates a kind of transcendent connective experience, which I think is fucking awesome. And it's fun to just watch, regardless of whether or not you believe in what that religion or ritual is trying to invoke. It's just cool to watch that form of dance and movement happen.
0: It's a funny way of putting it because most people would never think of ceremony that way. And I think what what a lot of these people that are freaking out about Masons and all this, I think people are nervous about any group that, that moves in secrecy. You know, like that was uh, one of the Kennedy speeches. Remember that? Secret societies. Mm-hmm. You should not be tolerated. Remember that? Yeah. What, I don't remember what the, the the actual speech was, but I wonder what that was in reference to. Brian, see if, see if you can pull that up. Pull that up. It's Kennedy on secret societies. You have a laser in the middle of your forehead. It's so crazy looking. Yeah, I know. It keeps popping.
3: <laughs> it's like right forehead. on your
0: third that's eye. Not the fact that I'm wearing sunglasses and dressed <laughs> in a NASA outfit. No, <laughs> What, uh wait, what, what's uh, going Kennedy, on? Kennedy, pull up Can- <laughs> what? Where are we? Bomb? <laughs> is that you? Am I asleep? I
3: was tripping out.
0: Uh, Kennedy on Secret Societies. Pull up the video, Kennedy on Secret Societies. You know, I think um, we learned a lot from those early guys, early presidents before they learned how to shut them up. You know, when All Eisenhower right. was talking about the military industrial complex and yeah. giving that speech, I'll never fucking forget that speech. That, that is a, cre- not that I saw it when it happened, but I mean, mean, look at
4: this. And the response and dedication of our citizens, whenever they are fully informed. That's a scary fucking I not only video. Could not <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Wallace, you, you know what's you scary about that video
0: you. is that that guy got murdered.
1: Yeah, you got to start wearing a fucking helmet if you're going to give a speech like that.
0: What do you think it's like to actually be the president? Do you think that you just immediately meet with bankers and financiers and they just uh, establish your agenda like right off the bat? I mean, it's pretty obvious that he was warning us about some shit that he was encountering. You know, he I, was the president.
1: Yeah, I think he was sort of experiencing uh, the the growth of the CIA. The CIA was yeah. starting to... Uh, turn into this monster that they couldn't control anymore or starting to expand and stretch out and doing that thing that big organizations do where they try to uh, keep themselves alive by making up shit you know that thing where like they're not necessary anymore but it doesn't matter they just want the power
0: yeah that's what people don't understand when you start talking about the government start talking about like, well, what's the government? You know, the government is gonna be either Mitt Romney or Barack Obama. Yeah, not so much. There's a whole secret government. There's a there's a whole CIA thing that doesn't have to report to anybody, yes. can basically do whatever the fuck it wants, yeah. changes laws. That's the real government now, and that's just like exactly what our founding fathers were trying to avoid. There there's having a, one of those
1: there's a great book called Acid Dreams that I'm reading, which is about the CIA and how they were the ones who got lsd and they're the ones who the cia basically started the psychedelic revolution of the 60s or was part of the start of that because they started doing lsd tests on college kids and so they're the ones who got it into the into our society and it's a fascinating greed because lsd whenever it gets into whatever group it gets into is such a potent chemical it starts transforming the group and changing the way the group thinks so a lot of people in the cia or who are taking lsd because that was part of the deal is they would dose their agents to get them ready for the eventuality of potentially being uh, given a truth serum or some kind of psychedelic brew. So you would go to work as an agent and all of a sudden just start fucking tripping because they dosed your drink.
0: You know who was a part of the Harvard LSD experiments? Who? Ted Kaczynski. Right. The Unabomber. Yeah. They fried that dude's brain. Yeah, exactly. They fried that dude's brain and made him see the eventual takeover by by technology he was terrified of the takeover of technology of the human race and he really literally felt like he was protecting the human race by murdering people who were innovators imagine having a
1: hardcore psychedelic experience on sandoz lsd straight from fucking Uh, Albert Hoffman's Hoffman's sneaker sneaker just juiced out of his socks into vials and sent to the CIA. Imagine having that trip, but you're a CIA agent. You work in one of the most covert organizations on Earth with people who are trained to kill and poison and take cyanide pills if they have to, to death pills. Imagine being tripping in that kind of environment. That's fucking insane, man. That would be the worst trip. And in this book, it talks about one of these agents like ended up committing suicide because his his mind just couldn't handle what it was like to be part of that web of insanity. And the Senate did uh, trials with the CIA for these ridiculous experiments that they were doing. (laughs) uh, Some of which involved, did I tell you about the sleeping room? Did I tell you about this? No. So they would go into, they were doing this shit at, uh, uh, mental health facilities and insane a- asylums. Um, and what they would do is they would take people and they would drug them. They would put them into an induced coma for a month straight. It was called the sleeping room. They would put you in an induced coma for a month straight and have headphones on and try to reprogram who you were as a person. To wipe your fucking identity or replace your identity with some new thing. Because if you can do that, then you create this like wonderful fucking operative. Like you get to just make a person, you know, get rid of all that pesky fucking the memories of their parents and whatever the fuck they think they are or whoever. the. And they they can do this chemically? Well, no, no, no. This shit got shut down because it's so unethical. But where it gets weird and we talked about this on the phone is uh, in Guantanamo Bay. They've been giving people six times the appropriate dose of larium, which is this medication that you give people for malaria that has negative psychoactive effects. Specifically, it gives people amnesia. My friend just fucking got amnesia, wrote a book on getting amnesia in India. Uh, he wrote, he's wrote a book called The Answer to the Riddle is Me. His name's David McLean, but he went to India, took larium, Uh, which is a drug that is illegal in some countries. It's a drug that came from a partnership between, what's that big pharmaceutical company? Hoffman, De La Roche, or whatever the fuck the name is. And um, uh, the military made this shit to fight larium, and larium sits in your liver. But sometimes it crosses the blood-brain barrier, and when that happens, it mouth-fucks your brain. It just <laughs> mouth-fucks your brain until so you start having these shitty fucking dreams. And then if it, if it really goes wrong, you can have what happened to my friend, which is complete and absolute amnesia. No memory of who you are, no memory of where you are, how you got there, who your family is anything no memory of anything this happened to him in a fucking train station in india where he said that they were having like they would have english which he could understand on the tvs and then it would switch to like hindi it would switch to other languages and he thought when it switched to other languages he was hallucinating and the english was like warping and turning into something else he didn't even know that these are other languages that's how gone he was he decked a fucking nurse dude Wow. he decked a nurse he was strapped a male down in, nurse or female, female nurse? nurse he was strapped down in a fucking bed in an insane asylum in india he wow. said that jim henson he hallucinated jim henson taking him on a tour of the universe the
0: stand-up the
1: fucking puppet the guy. puppet guy jim henson was
0: god he hallucinated oh, john the, henson is the
1: the, yeah not john jim henson was god <laughs> took him on a tour of of the universe and explained to him that the reason he'd taken a human incarnation and all this was happening to him is because he'd been asked a riddle before he was born and he couldn't come up with the answer to the riddle
2: Whoa. and
1: because of that he had to be a human again <laughs> yeah <laughs> crazy shit but the, the really crazy shit is they're giving these motherfuckers in guantanamo bay six times the dose of larium that you're supposed to be getting. And there is no malaria in Cuba. Oh. It's called chemical waterboarding. Look it up. It's fucking nuts. It's like chemical waterboarding. You just get these bastards, scoop them up from Afghanistan, blindfold them, fly them to fucking Cuba, blast them with larium until they have no idea who they are, and they'll fucking tell you anything, man.
0: Isn't it incredible like what they're allowed to do legally, like with this Bradley Manning guy, the guy who got uh, this WikiLeaks situation? He's the one, the soldier that released all the documents. They've, they've had this guy in solitary confinement for years now. Like he hasn't talked to people, he hasn't seen anything. He sleeps with the lights on. Like he's probably completely insane by this point. Sure. Like L- to to be without any human interaction. Joe, it's
3: you laying on a
0: <laughs> See. <Joe>? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's you in the future. That is so not me. <laughs> and there's
3: you, like with your cap backwards. From pharmacological like waterboard. Yeah, wow.
1: pharmacological waterboard, and get those fucking neurons all blasted with larium. Tell them they're Satan. You could tell them anything. You could tell them they're crabs that came out of hell.
0: So fucking freaky that that's us. You know, remember we used to think that, that like when we were kids, it was like that was what the Soviet Union did. You know, they were cruel, like the way they bred that Drago and Rocky Four. Yeah. Like, oh, look, he's, they're so cruel and cold. The Soviet Union does these horrible things.
1: Yep. And now we're doing that shit. And there, it is that funny thing where people have this idea. They're like, yeah, you know, the United States, we've done some stuff that maybe isn't uh, the greatest thing ever. Um, we've
0: done it to protect our citizens from terror.
1: Or the idea that that, kind, that shit that we did with like injecting people with syphilis or the, all the other crazy shit that we've done. The idea that at some point, like maybe in the 80s, everyone in the government was like, let's stop being assholes. What were we doing? What were we thinking? Let's just stop doing that crazy shit. Of course it still goes on. Of course, there's still uh, the things that are going, by the way, what do they say in rivers and politics? The lightest shit floats to the surface. Mm. The stuff you know about is a million times less freaky than the shit you're not hearing about the deep level stuff. That's the stuff you got to wonder about, man, because Bradley Manning, that's just a, that's a show pony.
0: Yeah. When you see female pumping, you know, 500,000 coffins into Texas. Yeah. And they have these camps set up. Yeah. They have these gigantic camps set up where you're like, "What is going on in here?" 11. There's 11. high fences and these dormitories, yeah. and yeah. there's armored fucking towers yeah. and shit. And you're yeah. like, "Wait a minute." Yeah. What are these rifle towers doing here? Yeah. Like, what do you have here? Dude, this- there's
1: already a room in one of those things with your fucking name on the door. Guaranteed. And you too, Red Band. You guys are going to get hey, dragged dude, off. Dude, what
0: are you talking about? You're going. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, fuck I'm that,
1: fucking, dude. I got a I'm cyanide. I'm a sports
0: commentator. I'll, I, I'll quit this job. I
1: got a cyanide pill in my molar. I'm going to snap <laughs> that thing the moment they come to the door.
0: I'm undercover. This, um, yeah. That's, <laughs> Brian has just been a brilliant actor this whole time. <laughs> 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 you thought it was a retard?
1: <laughs> Brian's CIA. I've always thought.
0: This um all this shit that's going on right now in New York uh with this Hurricane Sandy, it to me it's making me think, you know, of the, the real possibility that I never really considered of, of society falling apart. Sure. Like it really fucking could fall apart. Sure. Like this you know, one of the things they said was this is a once in a one hundred year storm. Like it's every one hundred years of storm yeah. I, they they actually Said after it hit that they would never had a storm like that before. Yeah, but if you stop and think about it, like what? How much fucking? How much history do we have for storms? What do we have? Three hundred years? That's reliable? No, do I we d- even have three hundred years?
1: I heard we have a hundred years of accurate temperature measures. I just heard this because mm-hmm. they were talking about on NPR. But like a hundred years and after that, you have to start going into ice core samples and tree rings and stuff yeah. to figure it out. And
0: then you can only figure out like late frosts and you, you get yeah. like a limited amount of information. Yeah. But like, this could happen. This could happen all over the fucking place. Like we're just lucky that for the hundred years of our lives that we haven't had more of these superstorms. These superstorms could be a regular thing.
1: Well, it's, I mean, it's the, the you know, the hockey stick idea. The hockey stick, which is like you've got the regular temperature. You have the the general temperature of the earth, and that goes on for a while. There was like an ice age, in the, apparently a mini ice age in the 1800s where shit got really cold for some reason. Maybe because of a volcano. I can't remember. I don't know. I'm not a fucking geologist. But the um, hockey stick, the handle of the hockey stick, represents basic temperature for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. And then where we're at right now is this insane acceleration and temperature, which people call global warming. And so some people say, well, the winters are colder, but they, you know, the global warming people are climate change. That's something I think the scientists who, uh, came out with this research, they feel like they shouldn't have called it global warming because it's a confusing term. And when shit isn't warm, people are like, you're wrong. It's climate change. The idea is with the oceans get warmer, Hurricanes happen later in the season. If hurricanes happen later in the season, then they also meet up with uh, winter storms, which is what this motherfucker was. It wasn't just a hurricane. It was a hurricane meeting like a storm that's normal in October. It's like the two coming together. It's actually three. Three. Fuck. I didn't even know that. Fuck. it
0: It was the hurricane combining with two other storms.
1: That's it. So that kind of shit is like you know this people are saying it's once once every 100 years but it's like think of fucking katrina think of all the different crazy events that have been happening just in the last 10 or 15 years man mm-hmm. i mean come on obviously something's going down and i think there is a huge possibility that people are just going to have to get used to moving away from the fucking oceans or yeah. redesigning homes to like handle that shit
0: while i was in montana we were in a place called the badlands and we were going down the missouri river we we stayed and camped mostly in this place that used to be the great western inland sea and it was a warm water ocean so the the floor of this area where we were hiking was all mud it was like a like a silt 'Cause it was the bottom of the fucking ocean at one point right. in time, man. And everywhere you go as you're walking up these hills, as where the the the, the, the ground breaks away, you find fossilized seashells. Oh. And they could be millions of years old. Yeah. Like literally millions of years old. Cause this used to be a fucking ocean. So it just tells us that we have to abandon this idea that we can stay wherever we want and that this is our home and we, we camp out here. No. Yeah. When the, the climate changes, which it does, all over the it doesn't the earth doesn't get give a fuck if you've got something written on a piece of paper that says that this piece of Antarctica is yours. You can't live in Antarctica, asshole. You've yeah. got to get out of there. And one point in time, people used to be able to live in Antarctica. They're almost positive of it. It's a, it's a controversial subject, but they have a detailed map of the outside, The like someone someone did an accurate map of Antarctica before it like was covered in ice. Right. That's the only way they found it. It's from the 1500s. And they know that ice has existed in Antarctica for a lot longer than that. So it's an old fucking map. But at one point in time, people used to be able to go around Antarctica, and they made a fucking map of it. Wait, did, do, don't, didn't people say that, that it was tropical there or that it was there? Could be. Yeah, yeah, they don't know. Look, look, there's there's parts of the world that have varied wildly. I mean, the Nile Valley, where it's a giant desert, used to be a rainforest. Yeah. You know, We know that rainforests recede into grasslands. We know that half of North America was covered in a fucking giant glacier just 14,000 years ago 14,000 years ago was like a mile high of ice in a big part of the country so it's like all this stuff happens whether or not you're driving a Volvo it doesn't matter this stuff is this this stuff has changed radically over time before any human influence at all so then it becomes the weird thing where people don't want to admit that we might have some part in this
1: no it's it's very political and it's in a lot of the people who uh, our climate change deniers, as they call them, are, are fundamentalists. Yes. They're very religious people.
0: Yeah, you're totally right. You know, this fucking young kid who's a Marine brought it up at uh, Jiu Jitsu the other day. It was uh, someone was talking about climate change. He's like, that's ah, a natural process. I mean, he's stretching out in Jiu-Jitsu Giyon. Yeah. He's, like, 24. And I'm like, how the fuck do you know? You know, like, there's dudes out there that are studying ice samples and core samples and trying to figure out fucking what's going on with the ma- magnetosphere. And this 24-year-old kid's like, it's a natural cycle. Yeah. Just parroting this right-wing talk radio version of what's going on. Yep. W- I, think it's, I think it changes, but I also think we have something to do with it.
1: Well, the, the, the fundamentalists have always had a real fucking problem with nature and so whenever people like practice nature religion like when christianity was starting to spread Mm -hmm. those were the people who were getting turned into fucking marshmallows is the what's called pagan just meant country dweller it's people who are familiar with the cycle of the moon the equinoxes the fucking solstices it's people who are like connected to the harvest which is where food comes from and the sun which is what makes the food grow so it's like really connected to the earth and then christianity came around with this fucking bearded homophobic jock who uh,
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? And that guy—he wasn't a homophobe though. Who
1: who cry? Uh, God, Jesus? No, I'm talking homophobe? about God. His kid oh, God. was a little wild, but God was. <laughs> <laughs> God didn't like it. God didn't like it. God does not like gays. Um, God, according to those people, and God certainly doesn't like people who are slurping back fucking psychedelic brews and having orgies in, um, in the forest to celebrate life. God doesn't like those people, and so he burns them. They burnt all these fucking people. Anyway, the point is, there's always a war on between these fundamentalists who want to believe that the earth is some kind of endlessly renewable resource that you could just rip into and fuck up and bomb. And do whatever you want to it, Uh, and people who are like, no, this is a living organism, and it's infested with these scabies-like bomb-throwing, super advanced beings that are burrowing deep, deep into its hide and sucking out its blood to fuel. Yeah, we're literally
0: vampires. Yeah, We're, we're feeding off the blood of the organism. Yes, that's what runs our entire society is the blood of the earth, and that's pretty incredible. Pretty incredible when you really try to wrap your head around it that we we may very well be parasites i mean that's like that bit that i did at the beginning of my 2005 special where i talked about how we we're like mold on a sandwich like that mold you know we don't think of mold as individual mold spores we just think of it as mold well if you looked at us from a distance you would look at us as like mold we're a disease we're and then i said we might be here to eat the sandwich i mean that might be what human beings are here for yeah that might be why we're so fucking nuts.
1: Well, see, this is the fucking thing, man. We don't even have, like the, the the we we are all doing similar activities that are based almost a hundred percent on except the accessibility of that sweet Texas tea, but. If if in that shit comes from inside the earth, and it's a and, and interestingly enough, that shit that we use to fuel our cars comes from an extinction event, which is really quite fascinating. Is that we fuel our society on the um, end result of massive changes to the planet and the pressures causing organic matter under the earth to transform into fucking oil. It's crazy to think about that. We fuel our cars on an Uh, ancient apocalypse that happened that's a fascinating thing
0: is it an ancient apocalypse or is it just the accumulation of dead bodies over time
1: i think it must i mean I, i think it was whatever that fucking meteor impact was that destroyed all those giant trees back then. i don't
0: think that's necessarily what they believe i think they believe that it's a continual cycle of breaking down of organic matter and converting it into oil and that's why they used to call it dead dinosaurs, but they don't do that anymore because they realize it's a lot of it is even plant matter. I think it's just – No, it's also why Yeah, but that's also why uh, certain wells, oil wells, um, have uh, gone dry and then actually replenished. Not to the you – know, I, I don't know, to, to the original point they were at. Yeah. There's a guy who wrote a book on it called uh, Black Gold Stranglehold, I think it was. And his contention was that the oil creation uh, by the earth was a, just a natural product – of just the cycle of the earth it's just like something that it does and that we are looking at it like it's uh this um this finite resource yes. when it's in fact completely renewable well
1: that's too that's two. there's like the two schools of thoughts so you get yeah. the peak oilers who are like no man that shit is not renewable we're fucked that's gonna run out and we're fucked and and there's no who's right what who's right god damn i wish i knew don't fucking ask me i mean i i i've just out of a sense of like wanting to be optimistic and having a rosy outlook on things I love Ray Kurzweil I love uh, the idea that technology is going to advance to a point where we are able to fix so many of these problems I, I tend to fall into that camp like my friend Johnny Pemberton he's not so much and we always get in arguments over this because you're like no it's just gonna fucking it, it just the society's like on the brink of collapse it's going to collapse fuck your technology uh, motherboards are made of fucking petroleum products it doesn't matter like is so there's not enough time even if we started producing solar panels now based on the yeah, amount but of his
0: his p- version of it is based on the, the peak oil version yes right? that's the peak oil story and his version is also based on it's it's sort of discounting the impact of the exponential growth of technology that eventually someone will come up with a way to convert it every- i mean they've had They've got bacteria now that eats plastic. You know what I mean? They've got, yes. they, can, they can turn water into hydrogen and, and use it for fuel. There's a lot of crazy shit that's going on right now. You can't totally completely discount that.
1: Well, I think this uh, simulation theory stuff that I know you guys probably talk about on the show a lot. And I endlessly think about endlessly. It, um, I, I think that uh, if, if, these scientists continue with their research, which they 're trying to do the guy at the, uh, uh, the the guy at the University of Maryland, that theoretical physicist if they try if they can prove that we 're inside a simulator then uh just from understanding that the kind of shit that you could theoretically do if this is a simulation that 's running some kind of like weird um, reproduction of the past, if that's really happening, then time travel becomes uh,
3: super feasible. I, I definitely have been thinking lately more and more that that is what the case is. Because just like ridiculous things like you saying the Pokemon thing the other day, Joe, the last podcast, that was creepy to me. Like, I can't stop thinking about
0: that. Yeah, why did I come up with Pokemon and he had a Pokemon outfit that he just happened to have and then he walks in the room with it on? It's a like,
3: We've never talked about Pokemon before, me Never, never,
0: never. never. But I reached in the back of my head, I pulled out Pokemon.
3: That was fucking weird. See, that's simulation shit.
0: It could, it, it, this is definitely, well, our lives are very strange. Very, very, yeah. very, very strange. You know, Ari and I were talking about it last night. You know, we were talking about Ari's life now. Ari and I went to play pool after I did the Laugh Factory last night, and uh, we were just talking about how Ari's life has just transformed over the last two years. He went from being a guy who couldn't get booked anywhere to a guy that is living a dream. Everywhere he goes, he's got packed houses. They're all coming out to see him. He's selling out like the DC Improv on a Saturday night, selling out big shows. They, They go crazy when he goes on stage. and. It's like all of a sudden the world changed and went from sucky yeah. to awesome. Yeah. And it's like he just reached some new level of the computer game. And now the entire world that he see, his world literally is a different world. Yes. Like someone who's unsuccessful, someone who's unfulfilled, someone who's trying to accomplish something but keeps meeting with, with, with failure – when, when that happens over a, a long period of time, you can develop like a deep despair in yep. the way you view the world. And that's where Ari was just a couple of years ago. And now all of a sudden, he's in this super happy world. Everywhere he goes, people are happy to see him. He's got a big smile on his face. He's fun to yeah. hang around with. He's joking around a lot. Yeah. He's super positive. And he's traveling to all these places and having the time of his life. It's like his world is a diff- The world is a different place now.
1: Yeah, it's, it, well, it, this is why I love the fucking multiverse theory. I love the idea that we exist in a place where every single possible event is happening at once. Everything mm-hmm. that could happen is happening. It's all happening in one great eternal burst of happening-ness. And that you can shift yourself from different nodes of where you are now to more desirable nodes of the multiverse, to places that you want to be. And that's what goals are. You know, goals is, goal, having a goal is a form of uh, visualizing the specific node of the multiverse that you would like to be existing in and the contrast between that place and where we currently are. And it's like a grappling hook that you're throwing through infinity and it lands at this place that you can visualize. And then you kind of pull yourself to that place. Through are you action talking about nodes over
3: there? Nodes, dude. Mm-hmm. Like the things that you put in the the front of the lawn
0: like the, the not gnomes dude <laughs> the
3: nodes
1: Gnomes? What's a nose?
0: Stop. It's a node. You're going to have to read before you get into this conversation. I don't know what nodes are. Well, you have to go Google that. Dude, <laughs> I wish I was talking about
1: gnomes. No, go ahead. Continue. So anyway, so the idea is like these fucking movements through the multiverse, as you move towards what you want to become, uh, I feel like a, a, a symptom that you're moving towards this new universe that's possible for everyone is that synchronicities start happening. In the same way that like when you're in a boat you can see ripples in the water and and when you begin to really focus and move towards a place that you want to be regardless of whatever the fuck that place is if you really start working and going in that direction that's when the juju starts happening weird coincidences strange fucking moments that you consider like man the probability of that happening is so incredibly fucking low there's no way that that could happen and it's quite often absurd it's novelty it's like what you're just talking about fucking pokemon brian coming out in a pokemon outfit this isn't like tesla having a vision for the fucking for alternating current it's just absurd and silly but Mm -hmm. it still fills you with a momentary sense of novelty this kind of like wow this place
0: is pretty fucking cool. I feel like that happens the more i 'm tuned into life correctly and the multiverse theory, as i 've understood it, is also based on well one of the operating theories is that every decision that you make, every direction that you go, and every choice that you make literally opens up a completely new universe yes it's like
3: it's almost like we're cavemen learning like a language but the government or somebody already knows the language like we're like learning how to be like oh we can make i don't think they
0: do i think it's a massive mystery to all involved i think the government understands that they have a certain amount of power and they don't want to let it go which is what typically all corrupt people do once they get into a position of control yeah it takes a massive Amount of control over your ego to be in a position of power and still be moral and ethical and kind yes. and loving to be in a position of ultimate control. Like if you were in the CIA or the you ran the NSA or something like that to, to be there and have compassion for all of brotherhood and all of all of mankind. It's really hard to do. It's really hard. It's way easier to be a corrupt cunt and just sort of control shit. Sure. But it, 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 it is possible. It is possible. If it's possible for any one person to be moral and ethical and loving and kind and still be a powerful person and still be a, a strong and accomplished person, it is possible to be that. So it's possible to run a government that's like that too. It's just they have to understand what uh, a massive position they're in instead of thinking, well, this is what makes life easier. This is what makes our job easier. This is what makes it easier to clamp down on terror. Instead of looking at it that way, if they just looked at it like literally in what is best for mankind. Yes.
1: Yes. That's it, man.
0: It can be done. Totally. It can be done. And I think that even thinking along those no- lines helps to change the world. Like, it sounds like totally hokey, but I think no that way. having this conversation and knowing this conversation is going to easily reach a million people, several million people probably over the course of, you know, the next few months. Yeah, This conversation is going to enter, uh, it's, it's going to be data that enters into certain people's minds. And that's the kind of thoughts that we need. We need, uh, do, we need an understanding that, yes, government is important. Yes, police are important because people are imperfect. And they need also to be protected from themselves. They need to be stopped when they try to drunk drive. Yeah. They need to you know, be – we need someone who can protect people from people that are bullies and people that fuck up and, sure. and get their, let their emotions take control of themselves. We absolutely need that. But we also need a very strong moral backbone to this country that we're completely missing
1: and we need our eyes our mental eyes and our spiritual eyes moved in the direction of we need a philosophy yeah a story not just laws and also but there's also the the story of the government the narrative of the government the narrative of the news the narrative of like uh, media that's giving out information is inevitably a terrible catastrophic narrative and it will always be you whenever mean? you turn on the fucking news it's a disaster and I'm not just talking fucking Frankenstorn mm-hmm. I'm talking about oh God if you believe the news then you believe all pit bulls are evil you believe pit bulls have climbed out of some fucking volcano in hell and are just ravaging the world chewing the faces I've seen your citizens if you believe the fucking news you believe that there's you would have believed that africanized bees were coming communists are attacking al-qaeda's marching into our streets to destroy us satanists are molesting our fucking kids and that all politics is corrupt and evil and that the entire planet is on the verge of some ecological catastrophe
0: well the real issue is that there's too many people there's 300 million people in this country alone you cannot concentrate in one hour on the on the news, without getting an yeah. insane amount of negative shit, but, because but, you're dealing with individual right. acts over 300 million that's people. It.
1: So this is a, exactly so that's where they're there. That's where they are directing the consciousness and the attention of all of humanity uh, into these uh, basically anomalies. Um, and if you look at the amount of people right now and the small amount of catastrophe that's happening, comparing to compared to how many of us there are, it's a fucking miracle every day. Of course. It's incredible.
0: We've we've talked about this a hundred times that, you know, this is a way safer time than there's ever been in human history. Yeah. But when you look at people like trying to pass laws to take away rights, you would think that there's rioting in the streets and that the world is falling apart. Right. So, how do you, what's, how, what is that connection? Like, why is it that with this time where really like things have never been better for the human race, why is there still this overwhelming need to crack down further and further on rights and liberties and control the population more and more North Korea style? Why is that?
1: Well, I mean, I think that you, I, it's a trite thing to say, but it's you follow the money. And so I think that if you look and, and see that, you know, what is it, 48% of people in the prisons are it's drug related offenses. If you see like the people who are making money off of these laws, I mean, God knows how much money the fucking TSA makes selling their crazy gear that they have, you know, that's a big fucking business, you know? So I think it's just some people tend to profit off of the mass perception that we are existing in a sort of hell dimension. And there's people who figured out a way to suckle at the, those black satanic Teats and extract money from it that they use for their own sense gratification their own
0: selfishness and it's a tiny amount of people really yeah statistically speaking if you look at the greater number of human beings in this country 300 million people how many of them are sucking the blood out of the earth is it even a thousand You know, is is it even a thousand industrialists and bankers that are responsible for wielding that kind of power? And how many of them are Masons, Duncan Trussell?
1: Uh, They're all Masons, Brother Joe! But but here's the thing, man. I I think that, you know, the stuff that we kind of hit upon when we have these conversations, um, I think that that kind of stuff is if people's eyes start turning in the direction of the idea as absurd and quixotic as it might sound that you can through a combination of discipline and visualization create a positivity singularity in your life where you your very being and everything around you can like almost like being in an elevator going up a few floors into paradise that can happen where suddenly you discard like a snake shedding its skin all the foulness of your uh of the of the fear calcifications that have formed around your life in the form of bad bad relationships, shitty friends, uh, a negative outlook, you can like drop all that and suddenly experience some version of rebirth. You know, this is why the Christian idea of being born again is a beautiful notion. That's a crazy idea to play around with the idea that you can renew and rejuvenate your life completely if you just let go of fear and turn your fucking eyes away from the ghost story that these hell buzzards are are spoon-feeding us so that they can sell droids and fucking fords and if you start turning away from that and putting your focus on this idea it's not you're not always going to be perfect i mean you're not going to be suddenly in the garden of the Eden. people
0: who need to change their idea are the people that are actually doing that not the people that are like Buying into it it's way more important To have the people that are in control Change their idea so how the fuck do you get to the Lizards
1: well the, to get to the fucking lizards Man I think that what would have to Happen would be a, uh, ki- a, a Exponential shift In the uh, uh, Consciousness and the predilections of The majority of people on earth so that People start you know, playing around with some some of this fucking awesome information that's floating out there, and see if you can make yourself happy.
0: So that's where it's there's a possibility of technology aiding in the evolution. Because if there comes a technology that allows data to be distributed, probably wireless, probably point to point inside something that's in, in, installed in a person's body, like some sort of a chip that's installed in your body, yeah. And there'll be some sort of a wireless data network that's like an internet. For human beings communicating yeah. with each other and you're going to be able to access the ones and zeros that make up your own fucking personality too and people are going to have Yelp scores like you're going to meet someone you'll see like two stars over their head you're like oh look at this asshole what a dick yeah they're going to be just like <laughs> it's just going to be like raiding restaurants on Yelp you'll meet someone and as you look at them it'll cursor over no. them and you'll see stars <laughs> and you can't resist that. You're going you're to have to go through with that. Yes. And when, when that does happen, then all the people in government are going to be like, fuck, I have zero stars? Like, I'm a cunt. And yeah. They're going to be forced to recognize that. All the people around them are going to be forced to look at them. And when the soldiers look at the the generals and all these uh, shitheads that are running the army and they see zero stars over their head and they realize how fucked up they are as human beings. Remember, Joe, it's the like currencies. Remember
3: Facebook book likes? A long time ago, we talked about about. Likes currencies remember when we said that likes
0: and Facebook's uh, was gonna be a currency in the future yeah it could very well be but I think it'll definitely be a way to um, to like look at a person and get a read on who they are right. before you ever start I mean a person is direct I mean who you are is directly related to how other people feel about you when you're around you know that that is a big part of who you are as a human is how yes. you interact with the rest of the species Well, if there was like a rating system, like a Yelp for people like that, that you just saw when you met someone, people would try, oh, so much fucking harder to be nicer. You know, they would try so much harder to fit in and they would feel the repercussions of having that zero stars over their head. Man, when people
1: are cunts, if you really consider why people are cunts, my... theory on it is that they don't understand how important they are they think they're not important usually when someone's being a cunt it's easy to be a cunt but but it's because you're not this is something it's gr- easy to
0: lash out
1: when hancock came on my podcast he uh talked about ayahuasca and slurping ayahuasca and how one of the effects was that it made you experience the way you made people throughout your life feel you know like they talk about the life review when you go into the light and yeah. that shit it's like they say that I've – I've talked to people who have, like, died and come back, and they say it's not that you, like, watch a video of your life. It's that you literally see the f- way that you made the people around you feel. You mm. feel that. You right. feel the way you made the people around you feel. And I think that most people who are dicks, they don't think they're important enough to induce any kind of feeling in the people
0: around them. They don't even think that they're important enough to make someone feel like shit necessarily. I don't agree with that at all. I don't think that's what's going on at all. I think they're just unhappy, and they lash out. I think that's what being a dick is. It's a, a projection thing. They are trying to hurt people's feelings, for sure. When someone's being an asshole, they want to have a reaction just to, to let them know that they're important. I don't think that it's not that they don't feel like they're important. I think their ego's out of control, which is just the opposite of not feeling that they're important. Their importance is more important than anything else in the world. That's why they're willing to lash out at people.
1: You know, man, I, I, like I don't want to think that way. Because I like But it's
0: an ego issue.
1: I like to what I like here's what I like to think. Speaking like the note of the multiverse I wanna exist in. I wanna exist in this note of the multiverse where underneath all that, all the ego calcifications and all the shitty lashing out thing is just a super sweet person that happens to have been just walked out of some briny swamp that consists of their family, their job, their life, their past, whatever it is. And they're still dripping with some of the oozing stagnation of being born in a, in a bad incarnation. And the way that that's manifesting is the form of their shitty activities. But underneath that fucking thing, like a mask, is just a person
0: who like had to run through a stinky swamp and needs, you know, needs to shower off. Well, how are they mutually exclusive? Because that's exactly what I'm saying. The the person who lashes out, they're angry. You know, The person who, who lashes out, they're trying to hurt people's feelings. It's not that they don't think they're worthwhile. It's that their ego is protecting them from their environment because they've grown up in a hostile place. Well,
1: okay. Well, I'll make an uh, obvious concession. 100% of a hundred percent of people. Certainly there is some percentage that pride has some like thinks they're fucking important. And God knows you run into people who are puffed up
0: all day. You do. Yeah. But
1: quite often, man, I think that, that, that puffed up thing underneath it they don't really think they're fucking I'm, I'm saying some people definitely think mm-hmm. they're important but they don't really believe they're important yeah. they don't really think they're worth something they don't really think that they're, they're 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 part of uh a web of life that that has value they just feel like they're fucking worthless shit
0: bags and, and 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 so they put on a show See I think that what's going on primarily with people is that when you see people that are acting illogically and you see people that are like, angry with road rage there's not a lot of consideration going on at all and i think most of what they're operating on is momentum so they're not really even thinking about whether they're worthwhile or not worthwhile they're 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 about ego they're about reacting they're about anger and frustration and they're about selfishness and when you when you live a life especially when you have a job that just sucks the fucking blood out of your body literally sucks the inspiration out of your soul you want to be selfish when you're done. I think that's a, a, a big part of road rage, a big part of people yelling. You don't even want to give someone a few seconds to get in front of you with the car. You want to honk your horn and give them the finger because they made you wait a second or two. I mean – Well, you're
1: having se- – It's having, an ego issue. It's a seizure. You're having these kind of seizures and the way they're coming out is in you being a dick. Yeah. But you're just – it's like a muscle spasms. It's, but it's all a fucking result of this kind of like – you know, unfortunate, whatever the fucking thing that your past has, ha- has happened in your past, you're programming. it. Yeah. So so it's like this, I, I just love this fucking idea that this is called unconditional positive regard. Have you ever heard this term before? Unconditional positive regard. So it's this idea that if you can manifest around people a state of unconditional positive regard, it doesn't matter what how they're acting without judging them just the sense yeah a lot of us came into this fucking dimension and are freaking the fuck out Mm -hmm. a lot of us are rightfully freaking the fuck out some of us maybe we're freaking out when we shouldn't be but if someone's freaking out they're freaking the fuck out okay so the way to handle that is to manifest something called unconditional positive regard this is a psychological theory and so there was like i can't remember the therapist's name But, you know, they would take kids who are like about to go to juvie or whatever from schools and they would bring these kids to meet with him because he's a therapist. And these kids have been meeting with therapists their whole lives because they're fuck ups. And so their their, uh, experience has always been one of being in offices where someone's trying to change them, turn them into something different, make them feel bad for the way they are, hammer some kind of ethical system into their brain, whatever. So this guy started doing this thing where he let the kids come into his office and he'd just sit there with them. There's like crayons, shit they can draw on. They would do their crazy shit, their little act outs and freak outs. But the whole time he was just trying to like be a person with them who wasn't judging them, who wasn't looking down on them and thinking of them as monsters. And so the effect of this this, this shit that he did, it's a whole, I wish I could remember the name of it. It's a whole goddamn type of therapy, but the end result is these kids, their grades started improving. They started to become better people because they were in the presence of someone who was actively trying to, like, appreciate them as human beings. Well, of course. Look, we we
0: can... All agree that the number one problem with the society is the way human beings are raised. Human beings are raised by idiots, raised in a a really uncomfortable way where they never develop, they never truly develop character, never truly develop like a a philosophy or a point of view that that aids them in life. How many people go through life like perfectly and perfectly programmed? How many people go go through life with a really positive experience of growing up? Very few. That's a real the real issue because then those people become adults. They raise their own children and they try to correct as much as possible. But you know who knows how much of them has been fucked because of their childhood and, and it, it continues on and on. What I was saying even when we're talking about the people that run the world, you know, that we need a philosophy for how human beings interact with each other, a code that's never broken, an agreement between all others, and that 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 to me is the most important thing that the human human race can establish. There is a way you can be successful while having all those things, and that's what people don't understand. There's a lot of people that think that, well, you got to do what you got to do to make it in this world. Yeah. No, you don't. That's not true. That's not necessary. There's a lot of businesses that act totally, completely ethically. You know, um, There's a lot of businesses that get by without fucking people over. Sure. You just do it the right way. Life can move in the right direction, and we can still have success and prosperity. It is 100% fucking possible. And the idea that the two things are mutually exclusive is a fucking dirty lie that's been told to you by crooks. Yeah. And the world right now is run by those crooks. They, they are running the world. When you see all these different bills that are being passed that are slowly eroding the rights of American citizens and, and slowly taking away your liberties and slowly making it easier for them to spy on you, that is not someone looking out for your best interest. It just isn't. They aren't looking out for the human race as a whole. They just aren't. That's not the right way to approach it. That is the way a shithead approaches it. And so that's, it becomes very obvious that we need to overhaul the system that, that our country operates under, that the world operates under. Because right now it's operating under a shithead dictator system. Right. And they don't need to be that way. That's the real issue. The real issue is they don't need to be that way. They're, they're that way because they're incompetent. They're that way because they're unhappy. And you can't run the world like a cunt and still be a happy person. You're just You're not going to have as much benefit even in your own life. And our problem is we don't look at the world, we don't look at our life, we don't look at our existence as, you know, what is the most important thing? Well, the the abundance of happiness, love, you know, no, 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 we look at it as money. We look at it as money is the number one most important thing. And the more of that you can accumulate, the more you're correct. That's something that has to shift. Money is just simply a part of a good equation. And really, the money that you need to be happy is enough money so that you don't have to think about money. It's That's an it. ironic thing. You, you want enough money so that you can eat and have a roof over your head and be able to in, enjoy the comforts of home, a nice couch, and nor, normal shit. That That is really the money that you need in this this life to, to have happiness. Health
1: yeah. and
0: money to support health, money to support nutrition, money to support shelter. And once you have that, that is everything. That is where real happiness comes from. Yeah. And if you don't have that but yet you have millions and millions of dollars, you're sick. You've missed the point. You've missed the most important part of the equation. The most important part of the equation is companionship, friendship, love, happiness, safety, shelter, community – all of those things first, yeah. then more money. I mean, if you really can become some Richard Branson baller who seems to have good karma and yet has a spaceship, yeah. you know, I mean, you have g- more power to you. Yeah. The guy seems to have sure. good karma and yet still has these amazing, th- but more important than anything is the first aspect of it. So when you see someone who's fucking completely miserable and they're rich as shit and they're evil as fuck. That's a huge disaster. That's yeah. just a huge imbalance and a huge fuck-up for them. Like, they don't understand. You've got to give up some of that to achieve happiness and peace and love and friendship and community. And it's still possible. Have you ever heard the term, the higher taste?
1: Have you ever heard that term before? No. So the idea is that there's a connection. Take those you... glasses off. You're freaking me out. <laughs> Come on. Let me wear them, man. They're my Waco glasses. <laughs> there, there, there's the idea that you can um connect now a lot of people don't like the word god so get rid of that fucking word but there's the idea that you can connect with a kind of infinite flow of energy. This is the shit that Tesla talked about. This is the shit that a lot of people have come in contact with this fucking thing. And they have a lot of different words for this fucking thing. But the idea is that once you begin to connect with that thing, or even flirt with the connection to that thing and figure out ways to like really establish that, when you begin to feel what that feels like, that sense of connection, that sense of being in the flow, being in harmony, that thing, you can't buy that feeling. There's no way money's ever going to buy that feeling. And it's a feeling that makes any kind of, it makes everything else just seem like icing on the cake. And I think a lot of these people have just simply gotten disconnected. They're like a garden hose with a kink in it. They're not getting like an energetic flow. They're eating plastic and have this kind of existential nutritional deficiency that manifests in the form of an outbreak of cuntiness and it's like it's mostly just because they haven't made that big fucking connection the connection people make through psychedelics the connection people make through
0: chanting i really don't think that you can become a fully developed developed human being unless you have some. Some a series of events in your life, more than one, that, that break down your vision of the world and provide you with deeper insight. It doesn't have to be psychedelics. It could be all sorts of different life experiences. Sure. It could be traveling. It could be meditation. It could be deep consideration for the world and yeah. a, a constant constant overview and a, a, a constant audit of your thoughts and the way you, know, you interact with people and your happiness and where it comes from. I think all of that. All those are possibilities. Those are all – there's different ways to achieve the same effect. But yes. until, But unless you do have those things, you're going to be a child. You're going to die an old child. Yep. You're really never going to understand that you, you've been tricked by your own ego. You've been tricked by your own ego, first of all, into thinking that this is somehow or another permanent. It is unquestionably a temporary experience. You got to enjoy the shit out of it. You got to have as much fun as you can while it's going on. But you better be treating it like what it is because it's fucking temporary and you're leaving behind a wake and a ripple of shit that is going to go from from you on to your ancestors and your shitty kids that you've raised and and all the other different people that you've impacted in your life. You've created a horrible ripple of shit because you are imbalanced, right? Yeah. But they don't have to be. They don't have to be. That's the thing. If all these fucking, you know, these guys that are in secret societies and skull and bones and shit, if they all just dropped the bullshit, stopped being pussies and took mushrooms, the whole picture would change immediately. You would have, look at, and folks, this is not, you know, I'm not making this up. Look at John Hopkins University studies on psilocybin use and what would happen to people with one psilocybin experience over the course of a a couple of years, their personalities change for the better. These pussies, they need to stop dressing up like fucking eyes wide shut and boning each other in the ass and videotaping it and <laughs> holding each other hostage with the, the information. Instead of doing it that way, they need to get together and do some fucking mushrooms.
1: But, man, it's it's, it's such an important thing to make this connection however you do it. McKenna was really into mushrooms because it was an expeditious way to do it, and he, had, he was a believer in 2012 in the idea of some kind of – uh eschatological event that was going to wipe us all out so we got to move quick uh
0: Ramdas is well, like he, he, he actually didn't believe that his his idea was ultimate novelty
1: but, but he seemed to be in a rush his his thing was like you're not going to get people to like you this this transformation in society you're talking about he maybe fairly recognize that like let's make this shit happen fast and the fastest way to do it would be to get everyone or as many people as possible to experience the psychedelic state and bring that into the world through our action
0: well no he 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 didn't really believe in the end of the world for 2012 that's what i'm saying he thought it was going to be a a time machine he thought it was going to be some some moment of ultimate novelty that it was going to be a technological thing
1: right right right. yeah i guess when I say the end of the world, I mean like his idea was more of a positive end of the world scenario, but still a apocalypse lifting of the veil transformation of the old ways into some complete, complete moment of novelty. And like he was into like the reason I'm just trying to get to the point that he liked to like, he placed mushrooms over meditation where there's other people who say, um, you know, the problem with the psychedelic experience is that it gets you there and it gets you there quick but you got to come back out of that. Mm-hmm. And the idea is to, like, how can we be in that state of consciousness? Not like the walls are melting, but in that state of connectivity all the time.
0: Well, we know a lot of people that have had uh, a, a series of these psychedelic experiences and they're still, like, really selfish. Exactly. You know, we know this one guy is very angry who's had a lot of. Uh, Mushroom experiences. I mean, a ton. Writes books on it. He's an angry motherfucker. Yeah. The ex- contrary to the vision of the, the plant itself, the fungus itself.
1: Right, so because it's a teacher, it's just like any other teacher. Right, it's, you could ing-
0: ing- ignore it. And also, if, you, if you've got some weird social issues and psychological issues, you can start having grandiose ideas based on psychedelic experiences. Like, I've, I've talked to people that had psychedelic experiences and believe that, like, there's a whole team of uh, beings out there that are looking out for them and that helping them succeed. And I'm like, succeed for what? Like, what is, what's the end goal? Like, what are you talking about? Like, you you really believe that? It's like, they've chosen to like, look at only a fraction of the information that's being displayed.
1: Succeed. See, this is, that's brilliant, dude, because that's the thing is like with meditation, uh, sometimes I'll go into meditation with a point like I'm trying to get something I'm trying to do something I'm trying to get like my mind wants there to be a result like you know some kind of like metaphysical tricep development or something through meditation because we've been taught to, to be completely a result oriented, to live a result oriented life. And the paradox of meditation is the idea is like, no, 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 you don't get anything out of this. This isn't the, it's entering into a mind state where you're no longer constantly in the pursuit of the future. You're no longer always chasing whatever the thing is that you think is the moment in the future. You are, uh, Coming into where you are at this very moment, wherever the fuck you happen to be, you know, you a fucking lotion all over your dick because you just jerked off to porn or fucking with beer cans all over your fucking house or wherever you are. You get into that moment and become that thing. And the paradox of being fully in that thing is that your situations and conditions will begin to transform because that's where the real like healing starts happening. The real transformation doesn't start with a fucking uh, beating yourself up. It starts with a sense of like, all right, hold on. Okay. Uh, Entry into this dimension created a form of weird amnesia. I apparently have developed the fucking personality of a supreme cunt. I've got some weird fucking hangover that came from my incarnation in this dimension. I'm going to shake off this hangover. And the way I'm going to shake it off is by fully understanding where I'm at right now. It's a paradox, man. It's something that's like a really strange thing because to get to a place... Where you aren't such a con and where you aren't trapped, you need to first understand that w- what your prison
0: cell is like. Isn't it fascinating when you see like these Wall Street guys? Like I read about another one the other day who's uh, realized that his fund had lost hundreds of millions of dollars, and so he committed suicide. Yes exactly dude it's just like these fool strange numbers yeah these abstract numbers that are part of this game yeah. and he realized that the game was over wife kids the Trag- whole deal children he had children Tra-
1: did you see did you see the fucking guy who burned his house down and took a cyanide pill in court did you see that video
0: yes yeah. holy shit yeah. dude he's yeah. like
1: fucking that's it man he's, he pressed
0: reset because he's going to jail but well, like he was going to jail for a long time so he decided to take that cyanide pill right in front of everybody fuck
1: yeah man Sinai, dude fucking i looked up how that shit kills you it's goddamn crazy yeah, dude he,
0: he just sat there he yeah took the pill and just sat there he
1: started snoring yeah
0: and then his body just started giving up and then he collapsed and like called called call hospital call 911 yeah he's down and he's down just, he's moaning and <laughs>
1: This is the problem, man. This is like fucking, you know, it's so funny how the Bible's rife with like really great information, but if you take it literally, it's retarded. But the Bible's always like, the God of the Bible's always against false idols and is always saying, you know, don't worship false idols. If you worship false idols, you're fucked. And People like that, you know, they started this crazy worship of uh, bullshit, and the end result is you end up in a pretty fucking crappy uh, uh, extinction event. happening. So how now, does
0: this all play out? Because this is all just uh, assuming that the world is real. Now we're we're assuming that the world is some sort of a computer simulation. And by the way, this keeps coming to me. Even Brittany Palmer sent me a, a tweet the other day about computer simulation. code. Very bright girl, by the way, even though she's a ring card girl. It's
1: fucking badass.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's fascinating. There's a shit. ring even card. Girl. A rain
1: there's girl. a ring car girl that's into simulation theory Britney
0: Palmer's a badass bitch Jesus very cool chick that's
1: Jesus she's the incarnation <laughs> yeah.
0: of Jesus yeah her uh, her uh, boyfriend's into it too apparently because he sent right. sent a link to me for downhill. me to read yeah <laughs> what? oh the boyfriend the boyfriend part? thing yeah, suddenly yeah, I like, really get my ears. handsome <laughs> fella handsome very successful you're <laughs> fucked you're not getting in there kid uh, but um, the uh, the that idea though the um, simulation theory is going around the world a lot of people are looking at it and one of the reasons one of the rig the, the real big ones that sort of catapulted it was when uh, this guy, Dr. Gates, uh, has found hidden error correction codes hidden in the equations of uh, supersymmetry. It's really, really hard to wrap your head around. But in his words, um, they had found the presence of codes in the equations of physics. Not that they were trying to compute something, and the way he describes it says it's a little bit like doing biology, where if you studied an animal, you'd eventually run into its DNA, and that's essentially what's happened to us. These codes that we found, they're like the DNA that sits inside of the equations that we study. So, yeah, do we live in the matrix? Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, it's a blast. I mean,
1: the reason it's fucking cool is because it's a... um it's a, a new ver- it's a new version of a very old idea that's being told using the current uh, state of the art uh, language that we have today. But this idea of the universe being a uh, computer simulation, the uh, Maya as they call it in India, which means illusion, this is a very old fucking idea
0: well john um, John Wheeler, John Archibald Wheeler was an American theoretical physicist who was largely responsible according to uh, the the, the, bio- the biograph. Um, the biography on him, largely responsible for reviving interest in general relativity in the United States after World War II. And one of the things that Dr. Gates had said was that he thought that Wheeler was crazy. And he believes that this experience, you know, studying this computer code and and finding out that there's code in supersymmetry, he says that if you study physics long enough, you might become crazy and that, like, literally, if you delve deep into the heart of matter, if you really get to the nitty-gritty of what life really is, it's undeniable that it's some sort of a code. It's undeniable that it is some sort I wouldn't say it's a computer simulation, because the term simulation, like, I joke around about the fact that I believe that human beings are living in some video game in the future, and that we really look like the aliens, and that that's... But what I really think might be going on is that the the reality as it as it stands has many more elements to it than just things you can hit and knock on with your knuckles things you could beat with a hammer or throw sure. water on i think there's a lot more than the solid physical matter of the universe that we're not totally taking into consideration and I always bring up the idea of the imagination that we look at the imagination as well when I was a kid you know oh he's got such a vivid imagination because I would lie about shit you know and make <laughs> draw pictures and make up things yeah. but what the imagination really is is this, this hail of ideas in your mind that if followed through manifest physical things in this reality so it's not simply just this airy fairy woo woo thing that's like this non unimportant, intangible aspect of life. No, it's the creator of everything. It's the root behind the creation of every single physical thing from nuclear power plants to guns to fucking cat clocks. All that shit is created by the imagination. It's a piece of all of that shit.
1: It's a laboratory. It's an alchemical laboratory that exists in your mind. And
0: that's one aspect. And another aspect is the exact vibration you put out there the love that you put out there the friendship that you put yeah. out there the the happiness that you bring to people you know look we, we're experiencing it in a form with this whole podcast network thing because all of us together you know having podcasts all of us together pushing this happy positive you know sort of uh, vibe out there and then having all these happy positive people come to the shows and experiencing a direct result of this creating this way of thinking where people are coming up to us on a daily fucking basis last night at the laugh factory a bunch of dudes came up to me and said the same thing you're changing my life you changed my life changed the way i look at things changed the way i'm like happier now i was going through a bad breakup i was fat i lost weight i got healthy it's all the same thought Re- re- re-repeating itself over and yeah. over and over again And that thought is That you're putting out a positive thing And That's positive it. results are yeah. being Accumulated because of, of This transmission
1: That's right, man. And earlier, you were talking about this being technologically enhanced. Well, it is technologically enhanced. This is it. This is it. You're using a technological amplifier to blast positive energy out into the world, and it's exponentially increasing the positivity that just starts
0: in this room with a couple of microphones. And that creates... Big fucking shifts. And not just positive energy, but a a positive philosophy that you can use. You can actually apply and get direct results. It will inspire you and you can apply it.
1: Also a philosophy that is being, is open source in the sense that the people you're blasting it out to, at least my experience, has been some of these people email you shit you've never heard before, yeah. books you've never heard before, and then that gets added to it, applied to it, and woven into this fucking awesome thing, which is essentially just like a internet salon. It's a kind of salon in the old idea of what it was, which is where a group of people would get together and talk about philosophy.
0: Well, it's where the, what Twitter comes into play is the, the ability to exchange links in the short forum where you're going to read them people send me emails jesus christ some of you crazy fucks crazy. that send me these 17 page emails on your whole life story oh yeah no one's reading that <laughs> you can't okay? read those. stop it <laughs> stop fuck? being fucking crazy but if you send me some shit about like self-healing concrete
1: yes that if, gets if, if,
0: did you read that yeah, it's amazing. Self-healing concrete. Piss, go past, dude. So there's some shit called self-repairing bio concrete that's made out of bacteria. I mean, it's like every day it's getting weirder and weirder and weirder. And it just does not seem to be ending, man. And It's all going on while we're not even paying attention. While well, you're just doing your everyday thing. They're, they're constantly coming up with new, crazier and crazier shit and this stuff is called it's bacterial spores that are added to the concrete mix and they're activated by water and this experimental concrete it patches up cracks by itself i mean this is fucking bananas man it's it conc- gonna start growing feelings in the
3: future yeah like, it's gonna
0: be like we can't drive on the road because it hurts it well wouldn't it be crazy if your house became like something you could talk to hey i'm home How Ho- are you? Joe. and you like touch the walls Ooh, and it's like happy Joe. to see you and shit I mean, that doesn't seem outside the realm of possibility. Go into the attic once in a while and let the house know what's his boss. Yeah, fuck its, <laughs> fuck its attic. Fuck its brain in the attic. Well, when you, when you stop and think about it, like if we do come up with smart computers, what if one of the things that we do is make your whole house like a living network? That'd be crazy. Yeah, like you come home and your house, like literally, like it, it feeds off of your positive feelings. Like your house is like, is it cold enough for you? Is it warm enough for you? Would you like light the lights on? And you go, like, can you turn on channel 20? Yeah. 20 ding dong home shopping network you know you could do whatever the fuck you want through through communicating with your house it, you tell it when to turn the lights on, tell it when to turn the lights on. That's all coming. Your house is going to be like one giant computer. You're not even going to reach for the faucet. You're going to say, turn the hot water on. And then if you had like an Asian fetish, you'd
3: buy like an Asian-themed type looking house. Or if you like the, you know, like right. Western girl, or and southern your house girls could be, and like a ranch.
0: Don't want to Don't want to go. Yeah, your house could be like really like a muted right. Japanese lady that's super polite and shy. Yeah. Hi, hi, hi. Yeah, you could. Your, your house could talk to you. I mean, it could have a voice. Do you remember when you? It was a true story. Brian. Uh, Brian was dating this chick, and she uh, got jealous of his navigation system because it was a hot girl's voice. Yeah, she made me change to a guy, so I would choose the British guy. But then I acted like I, was, like I was gay for him every time he talked to me. Isn't that hilarious that someone could actually be jealous of the navigation system's voice? That's when you know you got a rock solid relationship. <laughs> When your chick you is upset at the navigation system. Who's this is fucking whore telling us where to go? That's where the dance. Turn left. Here. Like, ew, I hate this girl's voice. Ew.
3: This fake computer. Well, it was even better. It was like a Tom Tom, and with Tom Toms, you can uh, download like celebrity voices. Right. So I started dating like it was like Cameron Diaz or something like that. But it was you can r- do that, yeah. You could do Yoda. Like, oh, did you guys hear about fucking Star Wars getting bought by Disney? Disney. Yes, yeah. that's ridiculous. What do you, you think? That's good or bad?
0: Um. Well. Look, let's be honest. The last Star Wars movies sucked a fat one. Yeah. They all sucked. They sucked. And Ari was saying that, you know, we're just in denial that if you go back and try to watch Star Wars, it sucked too. And I say it didn't suck because it only sucks today if you compare it to the movies of today. Right. But if you go back to the, when Star Wars was released, it was groundbreaking, man. There's no denying. It's like saying that if you go back and listen to Lenny Bruce, you won't laugh. It doesn't you, matter. It's still like super groundbreaking.
1: Have you seen the video of the pre-voiceover Darth Vader no. The guy who did Darth Vader's voice before Morgan Freeman did it? I'm your no. father.
0: It's fucking awesome. Who wasn't Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Not
1: Morgan Freeman. Um, fuck. Wow,
3: that's racist.
1: The other guy. No, it the isn't. <laughs> they both have awesome voices.
0: Yeah, who was it? The guy who did. Uh, no. He was in um, Thulsa Doom in Conan, too. What the fuck's his name? Really. The son. Guy, does black those guy commercials. Son of does yeah. a lot of commercials. Uh, yeah. Um. What the fuck's his name? Earl Jones. Earl James, James, Earl, James, James Jones. Earl Jones. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Um but if you go back and watch those Star Wars movies like there was a couple of good ones they were decent they were great for the time but the new ones are fucking terrible, man. They're just terrible. They are shit, it's like dude. George Lucas no. like, lost his connection. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really it's sad. sucks. It's like the guy needs to do squats and run some hill
1: squats. Squats is not going to make Star Wars he's better. Got a,
0: he's got like no life to him. We've it's got like to there's battle no up. passion there. There's no fire. There's no, there's no, there's no real threat. It's just yeah. all just mush it's just mushy mush stupidity i just
3: hope like they don't have like jar jar banks like disney's like oh, no we're going jar jar to reinvent jar jar he's going to be a vampire this time yeah, he's going to have a sexy kid
0: jar jar banks like what the fuck was that <laughs> that's like the <they're> just <laughs> take <laughs> taking an ewok and just removing everything that's good about it and adding more stupidity and, and what's yeah. even
3: creepier is when they change it like they just re-released uh, all the star wars on blu-ray and i guess they did all these things like making the ewoks blink now because they didn't used to blink i guess i don't remember ah. but uh but like now that's even creepier because now you know that's fake <sighs> that they, yeah. Yeah, yeah you
0: know that they fakes, fix fixed that did you see the
3: dark crystal Yes. yes fucking love, love that shit uh, it's man. one of my favorite movies yeah good movie And that's, movie. that's another movie I bet Ari would say like yeah you watch it now it sucks I'm like no it's it, no it, still way. you remember it as a child you grew up with that movie It's like a classic there's a lot of good movies that are still good
1: I think these movies man I don't keep meaning to go back to this hippie shit but I guess I will for the rest of my life but I swear man I think these movies all came because people were taking acid and mushrooms oh, and yeah. like tripping out and like and, and really going for it I think that's what those movies came from is that is a is is a psychedelic uh bringing something back from the psychedelic universe and then using art as the kind of clothes that you drape around this like um hyperdimensional form i think that's the fucking job man you go out into that place and you try to bring back the crazy shit that you catch there it's like hunting trips into like um Alternate dimensions, but instead of catching animals, you're catching thoughts and you're bringing them back and then you're trying to bring them to life by putting them in some form, pouring them into the mold of your music, your movie, your book, whatever the thing is like what um, Alex Gray does, for example. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he really does that. He's better than anybody of capturing that dimension and bringing it back to reality. Yeah. He's, he's What a beautiful guy that guy is, too. Like, hanging out with him was so intense. He's just so so crackling with, like, positivity and love. And no matter what I would shit on, he would find a way to, like, look at the bright side of it. Ah, that's <laughs> I, cool. I was shitting on all the fat people at Disneyland on scooters. And he's, like, talking about how great it is that Disneyland is, like, ho- homeless or, uh, you know, uh, accessible for wheelchair. And
1: I love people for, like that, yeah. dude. Those people are the best. Yeah. This guy Ragu Ragu Marcus, who I have on my podcast, who's like uh, r- helps run the Love Server Member Foundation, which is Ramdas's foundation. Like he has, a, they have a podcast now called Mind Rolling, and it's him and his friend. And these guys, man, they're so fucking cool. And I was on the podcast, and we were talking about. I'd work myself up into a real hippie lather over fucking like. Uh, people did dying in war and the drones. I was really mad and really spewing. Like it was coming from anger. And it's like, these are people they're ki- We're killing. And like the way they dealt with that blast of negativity was super cool. Cause it wasn't like, you shouldn't be negative. It was like, but hold on. Think about how angry you are right now. Think about the mind state that you're in right now. Think about where you're at right now. You have now created a fucking, um, uh, division. You are no longer in a state of unit, unit of consciousness. You've now cut, the you know, you've parsed the universe, and you have done the exact same thing that causes war to happen. The exact same thing that causes com- conflict is this... Um, the way that the mind tends to create the good guys, the bad guys, uh, uh, the, the evil forces and the good forces. Right now we've got Al Qaeda. Used to be the communists. Before it was the fucking communists, it used to be the fucking, uh, British. Before it was, you know what I mean? There's
0: always a, an, in, or the Nazis. Right. There's always you know? that paradigm. Right. There's always that setup of the enemy and the good and the bad. And, and the, the paradox and the of that
1: game is that you inevitably, continue the very fucking thing that you so dreadfully want to stop. Mm-hmm. And um that's the problem. And right.
0: You could in creating that conflict and attacking, you automatically create a war. And you that's automatically it. give someone something to fight for. And these people like Alex
1: fucking Gray or Raghu Marcus or Ramdas, that's
0: what they They're they, re diverting it and making things always positive. They're trying th- and yeah. that's alchemy, man. Yeah. It's amazing. But, by the way, there's no comedy in that you gotta be able to shit on fat people. Oh scooters. you do, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> You still need to see that South Park, Joe. That was Which all one? about that scooters. Oh, yeah. yeah, I do. There's about a thousand South Parks I really need to see still. But dude, you know I, what? I need to start a, load up your iPhone. You know? Yeah, I need. What I need to do is uh, just like next trip I go on, just load the iPad up with like all the best episodes. Is okay, there a I greatest see, hits see. of South Park? Yeah, there is. But
3: the the best ones are just like uh, just you could download like the season and like, the last five even.
0: I've you know? just forced myself recently to start watching stand-ups, like watching comedy again, and you know. There's a lot of bad stand-up out there, man, but I I rarely watch comedy these days like on television. I don't watch sitcoms I rarely watch that's why I don't watch South Park It's like I love South Park, but when I'm alone, I'm I don't go to comedy. I almost always go to like science I almost always sure. go to Discovery Channel yeah. shit or you know weird things about volcanoes or oceans or you know any biology type shit and then retard stuff like you know like my my Sasquatch. comedy yeah my comedy isn't like Bigfoot or Swamp People that's my new show Swamp People have you seen that yeah dude you got to watch Swamp People these are Swa- the folks who hunt crocodiles yeah alligators. alligators and you can't hunt crocodiles in America we're trying to revive them Duncan because it's important to bring mm. the most ruthless and fucking aggressive bring li- them back. lizard bring them back to a healthy yeah. breeding population so we have to worry about at least them
1: downtown in downtown LA.
0: A dog just got snatched off a bridge in Miami. Six foot off the water. This fucking crocodile jumps up and grabs a dog and pulls it into water for a death roll. Mm. Fucking dog, a Labrador. I think. That sucks. Might have made up the Those name death of rolls
1: dogs. suck. That video, of the guy who puts his hand in the alligator's oh, mouth. Do you see that? Of course, yes. you've seen that probably Cow- a million crocodile. times.
0: Say crocodile. Those are crocodiles. Alligator. Is it? I don't know. Crocodiles are much more aggressive. What's the difference? They're bigger, more aggressive, more dangerous. They're, they're, it's like the difference between a poodle and a pit bull.
1: You know what's cool though, man. The good thing—it's—it's it's interesting how not all animals learn to swarm. Like only bees swarm. Like mm-hmm. alligators and crocodiles, they'll like if you throw meat into where they're at, they'll eat it. But there's there's not like organized swarms of alligators. That would change the fucking game. Well, they game. would.
0: No, they would if they're hungry. If they're hungry and something goes in the water, like when a wildebeest or an antelope gets jacked, they all rip it apart. Yeah, but they, they're not like wolves. They don't hunt. They can't like they don't stalk animals. There's well, have, not like well, they have a way better setup. They hold their breath for hours underwater in muddy water. They just stay put. And then they explode out of nowhere when you have to come and drink because there's only one water hole. crocodiles are way better than wolves. Oh,
1: please. They're in
0: Africa. They're in Africa where there's a fucking million animals and they all have to come to this water hole. This this is the end of our friendship. 28 foot long dinosaurs that haven't changed in over 200 million years are waiting, holding their breath for hours. Oh, and by the way, they don't have to eat for a year. Sorry, man. Wolves, wolves are, better are than bitches. I need a yeah, wolf hat on. Dad, how dare you, Duncan man? <laughs> is, is wolf hat on.
1: <laughs> I just realized I'm wearing a wolf hat, <laughs> defending wolves. Next topic, please.
0: <laughs>
1: I didn't uh, realize that was
0: happening. Yeah, a wolf spirit hat. <laughs> I'm sticking what up for
1: the wolves, man. <laughs> That's we gotta redact him. bro. Oh,
0: Brian, pull up the video of uh, a wolf uh, killing wolves killing a coyote. Put on your wig, Duncan. It's pretty fuck. The wig doesn't work that doesn't good. Work Isn't it funny that like there's a certain amount of shit you could wear like in the, your daily life that they'll allow you to wear like that's a costume outside of being dressed up for Halloween? Like you can wear a toupee. Yes. That is not your fucking hair, but yeah. you can wear a toupee. Sure. But you can't wear a fake mustache. Nope. What was what? <laughs> if you wear a big fake mustache to try to go through security, they'll go, sir you take the mustache off, please? You're like, no, 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 no. I am uh, I'm really insecure about my lack of a mustache. <laughs> I used to have a mustache, but my hair fell out of my upper lip, so now I have a, a toupee mustache. That is
1: weird. you got to take your hat off when you go through TSA, but you don't have to take off your toupee.
0: What if you had, yeah, what if you had a Merkin, and uh, they were like, there's something showing up in your crotch. You're like, yeah, nothing. It's nothing. They're like, uh, what's going on? Can you please uh, unzip your pants? You have this giant Jufro down in your crotch because you've just always been really insecure about not having any pubic hair. So you just glue just this patch of fucking doom. And everything is bone dry. Your balls are bone dry. Your dick's bone dry. Not hair on your dick. I have like stray hairs that are growing out halfway up my dick every now and then. I got to pluck them out. Oh, you pluck them? Pluck them, rip them Ew. right out of the like fucking fuck roots. Out of the roots. My, my pubes are ridiculous. If I let them grow, it's a fucking jungle down there. Plucking. But some dudes, they don't have that. So they just... They have a merkin, and you go through security. Do you think they let you keep that merkin?
1: No, you got to strip it. There's probably a bucket of them. It's probably a dog that will snatch
0: it off, bite you, bite your cock if you don't know, pull that merkin off. You could have a bomb under that I've merkin. I've never
1: <laughs> even heard the term merkin.
0: Merkin sweat. You're a taste. What's it's, a merkin? It's, I think um, it's like a fake. Pubic hair, beard. It's a fake for, bush, but for what reason? No, Man. hold on. It's no, because a lot of I girls thought you were
1: awake, making that up. No. There's no such thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. There you know, is. There's two yeah. things.
3: Like if you get, like, a lot of girls get no. their shit lasered oh, yeah. off, yeah. so they they want once in a while they want to have, you know, like. A bush, And then they also have like like strippers or like chicks that want to... There's wanna, no muff yeah, but that's wigs. That's
0: not, that's not it's when like it was piercing. invented. It it's, was invented a long yeah. time ago. It was to combat uh, pubic lice. Yeah. Oh. The people, uh, they're originally worn by prostitutes after shaving their ten- genitalia. They're now used as decorative items in erotic devices or in films. Yeah, it was in the 1450s. Jesus. Were, it was... Um, they, uh, women shaved their hair and they wore a merkin in the 1400s to uh, combat pubic lice. And prostitutes would wear them to cover up signs of disease such as syphilis. <laughs> so they have a big fucking wig over their syphilis. Hey,
1: if your fucking prostitute is wearing a pussy
0: wig, you should be suspicious. <laughs> do you did you do you think people went raw dog with prostitutes back then? Like yeah. everybody I mean, went raw dog. It's like a
3: bathroom sure. rug. You know, after a while she if <sighs> she has an old Merkin on, it's like a bathroom rug, it's just all fucking mildew
0: and Ugh. In Hollywood filmmaking, Merkins are worn by actors and actresses to prevent inadvertent exposure of the genitalia during nude or semi nude scenes. Uh. If a Merkin were not worn, it would be necessary to restrict the shot to exclude the genital area. Dude, have
1: you ever heard of the way they shoot sex scenes, how they bring the boyfriends in? Have we already talked about this?
0: Oh and the guy watches. The guy watches yeah, so what like is if you doesn't man. that isn't that suck. Listen, you can't have someone have a fake sex scene with someone that's hot. They're going to get hard, fuck they're going to no. want I I had a friend who did a fake sex scene in some terrible movie and the girl goes, "You can fuck me if you want." Mm. The girl actually said that. He's like, "I don't think I can." He didn't know what to say, but he's on top of her, like, fake thrusting into her asshole with his flaccid penis. Can
1: you fucking imagine being, like, someone's husband and sitting and watching them get fucked by Bruce Willis in some dark room?
0: Fuck Bruce Willis. How about, like... Bruce Willis? Yeah. I don't know. How about, like, The Rock? (laughs) Looper was great. The The Rock Rock is just, like, giant... Tattooed chest is sweating into your wife's mouth as he's fake pumping her with her legs over her head. Fucking her in a way you could never possibly do with your lithe frame and your jogger's body. <laughs> Big giant fucking Samoan tribal tattoos on his roided up chest, and he's just pumping his giant semi hard cock on the outside of your wife's pussy, and you know deep inside she's just slippery and gliding, and she's all she wish she would just shove it in. I don't care who's watching, (laughs) and you're sitting there. Um, is this over? Have you got enough takes of this? (laughs) Is this is this? Are we done here? Are we done here? Plus the sign? enough.
3: What if it was Louis Anderson? I'm going to get that,
0: your wife's pussy. And you have to watch somebody gross, you know. Or yeah, net, or big fucking job of the hot looking sloppy dude eating a fucking hot dog while he bones your <laughs> wife. The sideways
1: glances. He's got
0: to pick your his gut up like a, an underhook, Ugh. like a deep, like a chimp. Remember those chimps in the buckets where they would have that, uh, that would be like how their paws would connect. You would play yeah. that game with the plastic chimps. Well, he's got to take his hand in sort of that position to just suck up the gut Ugh. and pull it up so he's short semi-hard penis can even get inside your window. and the
1: stink wafting out of that flap is like a homeless yeah. dude just took off his boot just like,
0: <laughs> like fucking- just a combination of the la river after a flood <laughs> yeah. and this shit rolling in water and fucking What is it, what is it what is a uh, tepid water no what is in water when it's uh, stagnant? stagnant stagnant water and shit and old loads old loads in there just old briny old fucking loads and his cum comes out like snot when you have the flu Uh, just yellow uh, (laughs) you know how you blow your nose when you have the flu and it comes out all yellow and that's how his loads look
1: it's like the death sneeze of someone with malaria it's It's like like your last sneeze
0: inside of a boston cream donut that Uh, yellow custard
1: oh fuck uh yeah it's not
0: as smooth and delicious looking yeah a little congealed a little uh cottage cheesy and it burns and it burns yeah it stings (laughs) and it stings your eyes too you have to run to the bathroom and if you get it on your eyes you'll start crying it
1: smells oniony it's like fumes coming up uh, from an old onion
0: (laughs) uh. i was talking to a friend of mine the other day and i didn't tell him this because his breath was so bad i literally thought he shit himself and I didn't know how to. I just decided I was too high to to uh, to break it down. And he was sober, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't talk to you." And he, it's so true. Like people who have shitty breath want to tell you these fucking long, stupid stories. And he wanted to tell me this long story, and it was just like, like prisoners had been farting in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it, was just, it was just, it was just like. Like he had held his mouth open and every fucking prisoner in cell block D just farted in his mouth. It was so bad. I literally thought he shit his pants. It was horrible. It's not me, is it? No, it's not you. I would tell you. It is weird, civilian. But it
1: is weird how how like bad breath is almost like a demonic force that possesses people and compels them to tell the longest, most boring stories.
0: It is weird how people with bad breath want to tell you fucking stories. What? Is, it's a strange thing. But the, it's weird. People. I want. People to tell me about my bad breath, if I have bad breath, please tell me, because I know I have it, especially if I do like a long show, you know, like you you do a a show and you're talking for an hour and a half, your breath must be gross. Yeah. You're not drinking any, I mean, you drink like a little water here and there, but you're not like refreshing your mouth. It's like, (laughs) stomach acids, (laughs) it's probably disgusting. Tell me. But I wouldn't tell him. You know why? Some people can handle it. And some people get all butt hurt. Remember
3: when you went through that brief phase where you were like, "I'm not wearing deodorant. It's the smell of a man," and you were going Terrible. everywhere,
0: sticking. What I the fuck? So was bad. So bad about it? Well, I thought that uh, first so of all, gross. deodorant. Um, I thought it was bad for you, and it is bad. But I decided that if you get cancer from deodorant, you're a fucking pussy. That's what I think. Right. That's how I feel. Uh, I, yeah, I stopped wearing deodorant for a little while. I just wash myself. But I'm I'm, way too, just, I'm too way too funky, yeah. and I eat too much meat, man. I'm too much of a predator. So you I smell my armpits, so, like yeah. yeah, man. Do you think do you, Do you think that like that's why deer run from you? By the way, do you think if you only like if you lived
1: on some kind of like forest saint diet and you only ate like.
0: You would smell different. Yeah. Honey
1: and fucking flowers, and you mm-hmm. were, you know, like you think you'd stop stinking?
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, part of what you're smelling is like uric acid and all sorts of different shit that comes through your pores. It comes directly as a result. A lot of the smells come directly as a result of eating meat. In fact, um, that's one of the things that deer freak out about. when When deer are, then they catch you in their nose and they run away. That that's like when they they run away the quickest. When we were hunting, when the wind would come off of you and go towards the deer, they would yeah. and they would go, "I'm getting the fuck out of here." Right. There was no mistake in their mind that you were a predator. Right. You smell like a meat eater. Yeah. That's uh, I think there's a there's a there's a smell. Like uh, vegans have a very different smell than than people who eat a lot of meat. If you eat like a lot of steak and burgers and shit, you definitely develop a different smell. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, hundred percent, man you know your 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 shit smells different jesus christ when i when I drank nothing but kale shakes for a couple of days, my shit doesn't smell bad at all. It goes right through me, it smells like pineapples and and, and I flush this giant green pineapple <laughs> smoothie out of my ass, but it doesn 't yeah. smell bad at all, right you're uh, when you're eating a lot of meat, man, you're breaking down a lot of shit.
1: Look, man, I'll tell you the recipe for some pretty awful dumps if you want to know out there. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. I got mine too. Oy-
0: we should share it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's see, make a cookbook. This a is poop book. Poop is important. <laughs> oysters, oysters. Oysters.
1: Oysters will. Oysters. Think about what that is. Oysters are like the phlegm of the ocean. It's like they're just like these already mucusy things. Like oysters destroy uh, destroy me. I can't do it anymore.
3: Starbucks destroys me One of these coffees Every time I'm like Halfway through it I just have to run to It's the a bathroom. colon cleaner yeah. yeah I have to go again I think
0: the col- the no, There's nothing like the, the kale shake though For cleaning the colon out Kale shakes are ridiculous have, Like you, you can't even hold it in Have you ever gotten a colonic? No Hold have it, heard it's awesome though I've got, I also I've heard That one. it's not good for you I've heard conflicting things Penn and I've heard Teller. it's good for you It's not good for, What did Penn and Teller say? They said it's bullshit Mm. See, the problem with Penn and Teller is, Penn and Teller also said that yoga is bullshit. Yoga is not bullshit. They're, yoga gets you high, okay? And the only reason why anybody would say that yoga is bullshit is because they're out of shape and they're not in we tune need to get with their body. on this podcast. They're, yeah, they're not in shape, they're not in tune with their body, and they don't understand that you are releasing tension and you're creating a different state of consciousness when you do yoga yoga
1: definitely gets you high there's no
0: question about it and anybody who says it doesn't you're you're too out of shape to appreciate it that's all it is I've, I've had like real legitimate, like life-changing experiences after yoga where yeah. I've really sat down and, and, you know, when I say life-changing, I mean like in degrees, left, right, forward. You know, like there's like certain times where I've had experiences in my life that were literally life-changing because I sat down and that extra inspiration that I got from that moment, that extra positivity, yeah. that extra clarity that I got moved me in a percentage of a point in one Hell direction. Yeah. And it's almost always towards the good. I've had that from yoga, no question about it. And it's not just because I chose to have it; it's also because those techniques of all that stretching and all those those all those things release tension from the body. And you, the way your body carries around tension is, it, it directly affects the way your mind works. Directly, Fuck directly yeah. affects how you interact with people. Like tr- true yoga people, the real yoga people, are fascinating to be around, man. They're really cool and calm, and there was this dude from South Africa I used to take yoga with. He was so real, man. He was the real deal, man. Yeah. There's a lot of those fake yoga guys that try to like fuck chicks, and you know they try to like be fake spiritual and they sing like Indian songs, you know that they memorize just to fucking impress people with their 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 Hindu street cred. You know what I mean? You know that kind of uh, fake sure. thing. Sure, I've
1: seen them giving massages at raves. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, exactly with their dirty Birkenstocks. Yeah. And, you know... Saying Namaste, get out of here, bitch! Don't you Namaste me, you son of a bitch! Because the people, I know what you're up to. The people who really practice that shit, man,
1: they don't. They're, they don't act like that at all. There's at all. none yeah. of it's there. It's, it's a whole different fucking animal to the point where it can be shocking because you kind of expect people to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. This is a funny thing. This is like one of the a fun thought experiment you can do. Is right now maybe you don't, but right now in a lot of people's minds, they already have this idea of what an enlightened person should act like. Mm-hmm. You already have that idea. Here's what they might be like. Your mind will try to create an idea of what enlightenment looks like. And that idea is always wrong. It's never like that at all. This is that saying, when you meet the, if you meet the Buddha on the road, kill him. That's the idea, which is like anything in your mind that's kind of defining the way you think an advanced person should be creates a real big problem, uh, because you'll start pretending to be that way you know you start putting on a costume or a show but yeah most of those folks you run into are the real deal man they just like they're just totally in the fucking moment they'll, it's just they'll go with anything
0: it's really hard to be the real deal the real deal, the real in the, the, the real world no the world oh, barely. how do you say world world World. No, you don't say that. World. It's the best thing in the world. World. The world. 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 He doesn't say world. He says world. World. W r o l d. World. World.
3: There you go. White Castle's awesome. It's shut the, the f- best place in the, shut
0: the world. Fuck <laughs> Please shut the fuck up. He's changed from uh, supporting the of of Garden. Garden. Now he's changed to White Castle. Wow! Well,
1: wow! Well. <laughs> <laughs> that. It is fucking good.
0: Yeah. If you're really drunk, it's delicious. It's great. It's biscuits for drunk people. It's gray
3: meat. In the future, I'm going to make my own White Castle, but it's going to be Red Castle for Los Angeles. What we
0: need is Fuddruckers to back us up, and you get those fucking ostrich burgers. You ever get a raw uh, or rare, rather, ostrich burger at Fuddruckers? No. Oh, goddamn, son. That shit is good. We could
3: have that Red Castle, guys.
0: Ostriches are cunts, too. They're birds, and birds are dinosaurs, and all dinosaurs can go fuck themselves. <laughs> a terrible, I'll eat the shit out of an ostrich. Like, I dude, will eat the shit out of an ostrich. I will camorra an ostrich's neck and kill it and, 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 and eat the shit out of it. When
1: I was living in Asheville, <laughs> their necks are perfect for strangling. When I was living. <laughs> I, I was bet was, you can't even guillotine them,
0: though. I bet no, their necks just fucking, go right with it.
1: I bet, those, I bet they can peck the <clears throat> fuck out of here. They peck your peck, dick ca- while you trying to Peck a concussion them. into your head. <clears throat> I. I used to be so poor when I was living in Asheville that I would go to Fuddruckers and order a bun and just like eat the <laughs> lettuce and the tomatoes and the onions from the fucking Dude, and you had bar. cheese,
3: you had everything. You could make a grilled che- yeah. cheese sandwich out of relish and yeah, pickles. Yeah, just make and
1: stuff. a shitty salad with bread.
0: Yeah, incredible. Asheville, North Carolina is one of the last great spots on Earth.
1: Yeah, it's pretty I almost great. didn't
0: want to tell people about it. When we got back, we were wandering and walking around on the streets. I was like, this is one of those places where you could walk around the streets, and it's small. It's a small town, but it had all these bars. You can walk from bar to bar, and people were friendly. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, Duncan, this is a crazy place. We're in like one of the last great places on earth. Yep, Asheville, North Carolina, is one of the last great places on earth. We walked to a Kava bar, okay? There's bars everywhere and nice people, and eh, sure, there was a few drum circles, and there's a few fucking hippies sitting on the ground on the sidewalk. There's a little of that.
1: Uh, I'm going to just fucking say this, and I know, forgive me for saying it, but drum circles are fun. (laughs) Just fucking go to one. It's fun. You get to bang on a drum. It's fun. It's, like, awesome. They never smell good, though. No. No one's ever accused a drum circle of smelling great, but they're fucking fun.
3: They're fun. Do you like the wow. smell of sage? No. It's the worst smell ever, right? I don't like that smell. It's horrible.
0: Yeah, sage smells good when you're walking through it, when you're outside. But you can't escape it. It's horrible. When it's
3: on fire, that's, when they burn sage oh. to like, the spirits and shit.
1: When I was a kid, my mom burned sage in my room because she thought I'd summoned a demon. Well, you
0: it. know, salvia is sage. Salvia givenorum yeah. is sage. That's why
3: I thought it smelled like salvia
0: yeah. the, the other day. Yeah, like, it smells like,
3: it's like flashbacks.
0: Salvia, I don't, like I don't know if that sage is psychoactive. Hmm, I should find out. Because if it's, it's true, you could just find sage and smoke it. Yeah, I went sage. to the Day of the Dead
3: at the Hollywood the Forever Cemetery. When was that? Uh, Friday. And it was the worst experience ever. It was so crowded. There was one point you couldn't move any direction. Uh. I just wanted to cry and run. But are you ever doing any more comedy shows there, you think?
1: Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with it. I'm so busy right now. I don't have time to
3: do it. That show was always fun.
0: Yeah, Sage is Salvia. Isn't that crazy? No wonder I was having flashbacks. Was One horrible. of the several genera commonly how do you say G E A G E N E R A? What is that? Gen genre? genres, but is that Chanel? No, Genel? genera. Gen- it's it has something to do with genetics. Term. Yeah, it's a botany term. Several genera, whatever, commonly referred to as sage. Let's let's fucking give our, our listeners the answer. What is Look it up in the dictionary. I love that. Highlight it. Look it up in the dictionary. Genus. There. Yeah, that's right. I thought it was that. A principal taxonomic category that ranks above species and below family. Hmm. And is denoted by a capitalized Latin name for, e.g., Leo. Okay. So, um, it's uh, it's it's one of the uh, types of of sage. That's what Salvia divinorum is. It's one of the Several different kinds of sage. Huh. So I don't know how much of that shit that you walk into when you're wandering through the woods. It's, you know, step over sage brush. I wonder how much of that can you light on fire and see Jesus. Probably.
1: Not Probably. Much. I bet a lot
0: of it. You know, I bet. I bet. I bet it's pretty common. Let's see how common is salvia in the wild. Let's look up that. Is that Target? Yeah, you can get it at Target. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They sell salvia at fucking salvia target plants.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Go you know to Target.com and al- check it out. You know
0: what else they sell? They sell fucking peyote. Ooh. What? Yeah, they sell the fucking cactus, man. San Pedro cactus. You can buy at any Home Depot. You take that San Pedro cactus and make fucking peyote. Allegedly. No. Yes, you can. Wait, you could Sam- also take the fucking morning glory seeds and smash them up and and cook them and and make a, a very potent psychoactive drug that similar to LSD. LSA, I believe, is what it's yeah. called. As a matter of fact, they've actually taken steps to make the seeds uh, non psychoactive. They like poison these fucking seeds. They make
1: it so it's like uh, will upset your stomach. Yeah, yeah. Hawaiian rosewood too. That's another one. Nutmeg. That's another one. Datura. Devil's gypsum seed, that's another
3: one. A huge spool, spoon and a cinnamon is supposed to make you trip.
0: Yeah, in some parts of the world, particularly in northern Mexico and southwestern United States, like we, we, live, we live, bitches, salvia divinorum grows wild. It's fucking wild out here, man. That's nuts. It's wild right here. Wild
1: oh boys, wild boys. Wild oh boys. I don't like salvia.
0: You don't? I do not like I that I won't bus. do it anymore. Why? Don't what's don't. the matter? what that buzz you, you can't handle it
1: it's, yeah i guess if you want to say it like that i just don't like the feeling it's like it's like it's a it's not a great high it's not an exci- it's a dirty high, a feels dirty like, high. it
3: feels like it does damage too it just <laughs> <And> doesn't <laughs> work it's just after you get done doing it you're sweating your ass off like your body goes from like like zero to a hundred your heartbeats going so bad you're just drenched in sweat you have that dirty like fucking like my brain feels fucked up feeling and it's just a gross feeling like almost like a like a sinus hangover or something this is it's a
1: drug that was a it's a shamanic drug it's like Mm -hmm. it's like more in the line of like i I don't know but i've read that like ibogaine is not a pleasant high it's like it's meant to be used as a kind of in um, accordance with like a shaman or someone who knows what they're doing to like create some spiritual effect. It's not meant so that you can fucking pass out in front of Mario Brothers in your trailer. Like, you know, it's not. It's not the way people use it now. Is they get, you know, they fucking smoke the shit with the Xbox playing in the background and like, you know, a baby sleeping in the other room. It's. I don't think it's that kind of drug. It's not one of the pleasant drugs. Like there are psychedelics that if you take low doses. Definitely can be social lubricants and can be fun for partying. but Salvia doesn't feel like that at all.
0: Yeah, well, people that take it that make videos of them taking it they certainly support that. Yeah, the, the, those videos of people like Brian has a few of them out there, and the one with Ari freaking out, yeah where they, they Ari did it in front of them, and Ari did it, and this Ari is one of my favorite stories of Salvia. Ari did it and lived another life for months. He made friends, he had relationships, he lived life in this artificial world for months and then was snapped back to reality when it, when it sobered up. And he said he'll never forget it. He said it was, it was really weird listening to him describe it. He's like, I had a whole other life for months. I did it with Bobby Lee and he said he felt like he was on a pirate ship covered in spiders. <laughs> hey, hey, Brian, you know, I, I don't think you're supposed to let these lasers hit you in the eyeball. Huh? These are club lasers, so they're okay. They're, they're okay. The club when you go blind in the club, it's fine. There's pussy there. Yeah, yeah. They're, they are okay though. Yeah, yeah. They're, hit they're the for nightclubs and stuff like that. Oh, okay. What happens if they hit your eyeballs? Nothing. Nothing. Mm-mm. You know, I, I read this thing um, where they said that you're supposed to not wear sunglasses, and that you should allow a certain amount of sunlight to hit your eyes because there's essential nutrients. Nutrients, nutrients that you get from sunlight, just like you get nutrients from sunlight and vitamin D, and also you get nutrients that help your vision.
1: I never wear sunglasses. I'm wearing them now just for Halloween, but I never wear them to the point where I think I probably fucked my eyes up a little bit from not wearing them.
0: Well, they say if you go like skiing or something, you know, like snow yeah. blindness. Callan knows a guy who went snow blind, literally, he went blind. He went, uh, he climbed K2. And uh, the snow was so bright He didn't have sunglasses on He was uh. only there for one day One of his eyes went blind That thinking, sucks That sucks I,
3: yeah. Got, yeah, I got sunburn on my eyeball Because it rained I was in Myrtle Beach And it rained on the uh, table And the table was glass And then I hung out and drank On the table uh, for a few hours And the reflection off the water On the glass table I guess like like magnified the the rays or whatever and for three days i couldn't see like i couldn't oh. open my eyes my eyes were watering and Jesus. burning I, I just had to sit there and like close my eyes at myrtle beach for three days if
1: you Jesus. had to pick
0: a sense to lose i wouldn't let's not do this what let's would it be i don't
3: like to do that honey boo
0: boo's mom or honey boo boo yeah i like honey boo boo's mom because she's probably probably can't get pregnant anymore you you would pick <laughs> honey boo boo's mom over being able to see i'm not talking about you no it's honey boo boo's mom or honey boo boo yeah that's the question it's like we're not gonna play
1: you don't want to play that, that game no
0: it's stupid it's negative
1: <laughs> negative it like is. a lot of people it's
0: feel negative, blind just, loss. just talk start talking about loss what would you rather do lose your feet or lose your dick oh <laughs> no stupid there's other things to think that
1: about, ant, by know. the way that's an easy answer
0: yeah it is easy okay because they make fake feet but fake dicks don't feel shit yeah right Is that what it is? Namaste. 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 I just enjoyed some amazing vegan salad. (laughs) Namaste. Namaste. Duncan Trussell, why are you wearing a wolf hat? This fucking hat? Yeah, why are you wearing it? You have to it's ask why I'm wearing wolf, the most amazing hat on earth. Where'd you get
1: it? I got it in fucking Nevada City, Northern California, where, like, the very, like, uh, with the Emerald Triangle. Mm. One of my friends got a, a, a legal uh, marijuana mm. farm up there. There's no such
0: thing federally. Uh, whatever. As a matter them. of fact, uh, I'm going to have to stop smoking marijuana because I want to pursue uh, my uh, hunting obsession, my new hunting obsession. So I'm going to quit pot.
3: If you guys were both single, would you fuck this girl? Uh, who wouldn't? Okay, because that's a lady boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a trap! You asshole! That was like the easiest trap to set that's up That's a girl. That's a lie. <laughs> Thank God I had to think about it for a second. I would have
0: to listen to her talk. I'd probably be able to smell her <laughs> and know. I'd probably be able to smell her and know that she was a boy. Brody
3: just recently on a podcast came out and saying that he went to uh, overseas for a movie, Bangkok, and... Uh, tested out a lady boy what do you uh, he think he's, he's so he's now thinks he's 10 percent gay he, he doesn't want to pursue that he, he just wanted to see if he was or not
1: what see, what did, what happened in the how did he what did how did they fuck what happened
3: uh, was he on top no i guess it was just maybe a blowjob
0: oh boy wow you know you can get gonorrhea from mouth contact 300,000 cases of gonorrhea in 2000 well every year did you recently get gonorrhea no I'm just telling you I'm just, you. I'm just saying don't let dudes who dress up like girls and give out blowjobs suck your dick because their mouth ain't too picky that's what I'm trying to say you should do public everyone, service announcements everyone now who buys a gun must fill out the ATF form 4473, which asks, are you an unlawful user of or addicted to marijuana or any depressant stimulant narcotic drug or any other controlled substance? All right. Well, that's, that's an amazing question, first of all, because you can, you can answer no, I am not, because I'm not an unlawful user, because I'm a medical marijuana user in the state of California where I had a doctor's prescription for it. So, no, that's done a lot, but it's not true federally. And then it's to say, are you addicted to marijuana? Or any depressant stimulant. What about coffee? Like, they could, like legally, they could bring you to jail if you drink yes, coffee every day. That's right. This is how stupid this law is. Narcotic drug or any other controlled substance. Yes. That's fascinating, man. Oh, you're an unlawful user of. And what does that mean? A user of in the past tense or user of currently? Because, like, currently, I'm not doing anything. I'm not, I'm not doing anything right now. So I could say, I could write down that report... No, because currently I'm not. Right. But like, what, what does that mean? Like user, like how does that fit into your lifestyle? Like, do, do you, do you have like every day you have to smoke a joint just like every day you have to take your fucking thyroid medication? No. Like what kind of a weird ass question is that? What kind of a weird open ended question is that? And that can keep you from having a gun. I
3: just Steven. got my shit renewed yesterday. Look how stoned I was in my picture. You can't even see my eyes. <laughs> you look
0: barbecued, son. Yeah, isn't that fascinating, man? Like, are you an unlawful user of or addicted to? First of all, the idea that you're addicted to marijuana, that's like saying, are you addicted to washing your hands? Because it's the same people that get addicted to marijuana or addicted to anything. You just but come that's up a, with something. Isn't that
1: an optimistic thing to put on your form because you're just uh, naively assuming that anyone's going to answer that question honestly?
0: No, what they're doing is they're making it so that anybody runs uh, who runs a medical marijuana plant can't arm themselves all right you, you you know if you have a fucking right. farm and you're growing medical marijuana and the government comes in to take you they can also bust you for using having for having these guns sure. illegally right. and for lying on these federal forms which is like elect- just like perjury
1: uh, these fucking goblins man it's the worst it's, it's unbelievable the fucking worst. that
0: passed through you know this this uh you know the the Second Amendment is a very important part of anybody who wants to hunt their own food, be able to protect themselves from criminals, be able to uh, you know uh, pr- protect themselves from from predators. If you live in like a rural community, if you live like if you live in Montana and you're you living out in the woods, like in that that show Mountain Men. These motherfuckers, they need guns to shoot off bears. They have bears that they need to shoot at. I mean, if you don't, the bear comes and eats you. I mean, to say that they can't have bears because they also have arthritis that medical marijuana cures... Look, here's the other fucking thing.
1: By the way, fuck the reason, it. Here's another fun fu- thing you can do. Shoot. Shooting guns is just fucking fun. It's fun to shoot bottles. It's fun to shoot targets. It's fun to shoot a, fu- a gun. It's just a blast. Like, there shouldn't... we should. The whole point is it's not about reason. It's like you get to have a gun in this country if you want to have a fucking gun. It shouldn't be based on whether or not you smoke something that grows out of the ground. Meanwhile, you can have, like, Hunter S. Thompson had a fucking bar his shooting range. A bar. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? A yeah. full fucking bar with a butler. You can have that. Yeah. But you can't
0: smoke pot and shoot? That's ridiculous. Yeah. You could be... you got a prescription for Oxycontin as long as it's legal. As long as it's legal, you don't have that problem. Any person, Bureau Assistant Director Arthur Herbert writes in the open letter to all gun sellers. Yes. Any person... Who uses or is addicted to marijuana, regardless of whether his or her state has passed legislation authorizing marijuana use for medicinal purposes, is prohibited by federal law from possessing firearms or ammunition. That shit makes me want to join the NRA. It really does. You should. The, I am going to. I think I am. I think the NRA was fucking dead right. I think they, all this time that the NRA has been trying to stop the government from taking away gun rights, now I understand it. Now I get it. All this time I thought it was like, just, wow, these crazy gun nuts, they really want to have machine guns. Hey, they really want to have mass- assault rifles. No, they just don't want to have these people telling you what you can and can't right. have. It's simple, man. It's a simple fucking right. It's obvious too. The ATF uh, or the National Rifle Association isn't commenting on it. it says the National Rifle Association, which frequently but which frequency frequently butts heads with the ATF, has not put out a statement on the letter, and a spokesperson there did not return calls for comment. A spokesman for Rocky Mountain Gun Owners was also silent. Well, you know, that's uh, that's that's really sad. It's, it's a really sad thing because that's just the pressure from pharmaceutical companies that are trying to make sure that medical marijuana doesn't spill off into some sort of a, a decriminalization event nationwide. Yeah. And, you know, to stop it in its place, they've they, they, they start, it started out in Montana. And uh, the reason why it's in Montana is because if you've ever been to Montana, a huge percentage of the people in Montana hunt. When we were in Montana, um, everywhere we drove – People were, there was like signs that said, welcome hunters, like in bars and restaurants that said, welcome hunters. There's a lot of fucking people hunting up there. And there's also a lot of people up there that like to get high. So they decided to kill the medical marijuana community there by making it so that if you are a legal registered mar- medical marijuana patient, you can't own a firearm. Oh, well, fucking pigs. Un- fucking believably gross, man. It's really disgusting. It said uh, Jeff Dorsher, a spokesperson, a spokesman for the U.S. Attorney's Office in Colorado, said the decision whether to prosecute someone would be made on a case-by-case basis. That's basically saying they have you by the balls. There don't appear to be any cases in Colorado where people have been prosecuted for illegally owning guns because they are medical marijuana patients, because there's so many medical marijuana patients who have guns in Colorado. You, you've just made felons out of you know, a million people, and that's not exaggeration. The medical marijuana community in Colorado is fucking amazing isn 't it isn
1: 't it basically a slippery slope though like the moment you uh, as a government say that people can 't consume a plant that has you can 't overdose on the moment you 're making laws like that isn 't it kind of a slippery slope where you can 't expect there to be other logical laws following that i mean isn 't the thing like of like what they 're doing is obviously wrong. And that seems to be part of what they do. The federal government makes shitty laws that have no basis in actual reality and are just based on whatever their weird power agenda is.
0: It's that. But I think it's also them. Uh, it's, it's a death row. They're exposing their belly. I think they're, they're, they're showing how fucking stupid their system really is, that they're actually they're, they're creating a law that's going to make people angry and furious, and the wrong people, gun owners, because gun, gun owners and hunters are some of the most organized motherfuckers. You know, It's really interesting how these um, fish and game departments are entirely funded, the conservation efforts are entirely funded by hunters, hunters and hunting, and gun owners, the ones who organize like one of the best run departments in the entire country is the, the, the different states' fish and game departments. They're incredibly efficient at managing game populations, at setting tag limits, at, at, at managing the number of livestock, right. or uh, wildlife rather, wildlife stock, like men and females, and, and they do all these surveys and tests. Yeah. They're incredibly efficient because it's all based on people who actually care about the environment, who actually go out and hunt these wild animals. So you're going you're to you're get them Against you, you know, and this is supposed to be the government this is supposed to be the people that are looking out for you There's no reason to pass this. There's no fucking reason. They're just making shit more complicated making government deeper creating more fucking problems Creating more cunty scenarios where you're gonna lock someone in jail because they like to smoke weed and they uh. like to hunt you dummies Yeah, ps all this makes me want to do is get baked and go shoot a gun All this makes you want to do is go to Canada. That's what it makes me want to do makes me want to run away from these stupid fucking laws. These are dumb. The idea that you could put yourself in jeopardy, that you could possibly get locked in a cage and not be able to see your family for an extended period of time because you did something that you wanted to do that didn't hurt anybody. It's fucking crazy. And believe me, if you were stoned and you had a gun, you'd be careful as fuck. Oh, my God, you'd be so goddamn paranoid. Sure. I think you would. You might be an idiot, though. You might just be like, dude... Just start shooting things,
1: man. But- when I, when I grew up around guns, nothing is n- like growing up around guns makes you so safe with guns. Like since I was like, can remember my dad like me because kids like little boys have fake guns, mm-hmm. and my dad would like even with the fake guns, he would like teach us like never point this mm-hmm. at somebody. Here's how you handle a weapon, mm-hmm. and then when then of course he would like taught us to shoot, and it was like the way. He, how strict and stern he was with weapons. Like, I'll never forget that. I'm mm-hmm. so fucking careful when I get around guns because he like raised me in the right way and that came from being only people who haven't been around guns are afraid of guns yeah you know it's like
0: when your kids find guns in your house and if your kids are raised and taught what a gun is and what's important and yeah. why it's dangerous they're gonna be okay because they're 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 used to being around them anyway Yeah,
1: you know but, what this how to put the safety on you know when the safety's off you know not to fucking point it at anyone you
0: know not yourself. to have a bullet in the chamber yeah. you know, all those things
1: and also by the way if you've got fucking guns there were responsible thing is you have a goddamn gun safe you put your fucking guns in a safe you don't leave them around
0: yeah period yeah it's um it's it's really unfortunate when the government has to pass laws like this they don't have to but when they try to pass laws like this to further some other agenda it's the 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 agenda against medical marijuana is what it is it's that simple. It's trying to slow the medical marijuana movement. And so they involve guns. And I, I think it's a mistake. It's, it's fucking disgusting.
1: Did you see that editorial article CNN just put out on uh, legal, why we should legalize marijuana? Yes, I did see it. So
0: cool. It's amazing. Well, meanwhile, it's still illegal. Meanwhile, people are getting arrested every 37 seconds. <laughs> Is that the statistic? <laughs> yes. 39, 37, 39. Jesus, man. Yeah, in this country, by the way. Yeah, it's fucking stupid stupid it's 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 a waste of goddamn time and it's become a business in and of itself that's the real issue the real issue is that it's become a fucking business the business of arresting people and keeping people in jail the business of closing down medical marijuana farms and catching mexican drug runners living in the uh, northern california mountains yeah. where they have giant like wild fucking these huge setups out there where they, they have this shit growing wild, you know? Yeah. The, the, you know, So, brains up there constantly. You could just start planting it. Yeah. And then they, they harvest it all. But they have these dudes living up there in camps. They, have, uh, they even have a god or a, a saint, rather, that they pray to. The narco they saint. Put on their
1: fucking guns.
0: Yeah. They have, like, pictures of this guy. What is the narco saint? He's got a name. Hold on. I'll find out what his fucking name is. Powerful Gugu. Gugu? Hey, Here's my Goo. Powerful Gugu. Uh, look at what the, the th- fuck was that? Jesus Malverde, sometimes known as the generous bandit, the angel of the poor, or the, the narco generous saint. generous
1: bandit. It's Robin Hood.
0: Isn't that amazing? Do you know what Robin Hood was initially about? No. The king owned land, and you couldn't hunt the king's land. And Robin Hood would hunt the land and take the deer and, uh, and give it to the poor. That's what the robbing from the rich and feeding the poor was. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I thought it was about money. It started out with that. It started out with poaching, poaching the king's deer. The king's motherfucking deer,
1: man. The king's always got deer.
0: Well, apparently the difference between the way wildlife is run in America and wildlife was run in the European world. And that was one of the things that made the United States so great when people came here from Europe was that in Europe, uh, all land and hunting is all owned by royalty and rich people. Yeah. And so there's no private – there's no public hunting. It's all on private land. Whereas in America, the wildlife is all the the peoples. Like even on public or even on private land. Like say, if you own private land, you still can't shoot everything that's on that land. You have to have like a tag for the deer. Right. You have to kill. You know, only a certain amount of them sure. according to how much population you have in the area. And that was uh, what was uh, so that made like these Daniel Boone characters that came here from from uh, European background so happy. That they could live this sort of uh different life where they're running around just hunting whenever they wanted to and be able to provide for their family, which you couldn't do in in Europe. you literally couldn't go out and and hunt food unless you went to a private land preserve it's still a lot of countries I think Scotland is still like that can uh you can't just go there you have to go to these private places
1: it's amazing man it's incredible the different things that powerful people will do Cunt. yeah.
0: Fix the world, Duncan. I'm you're, working you're on the it, man. You're the king. Fix the
1: world. How do you do it? How do I fix the world? Yes. Well, I mean, obviously, we start paying teachers the amount that we pay doctors, creating a competitive environment. Even doctors are
0: getting fucked over, man.
1: Well, let's, okay, so we pay teachers a fuckload of money so to that it pay becomes- yeah, that's it Can you imagine that? that's <laughs> it and you have like Academy Awards for the best teachers So teachers become the celebrities yeah. fucking make it so that the it's the most competitive inter- industry to get in So the people who become teachers are these fucking super genius brilliant people who start Really teaching kids about how incredible and beautiful the universe is teach them about fucking Feynman. teach them how to like uh, Synthesize LSD <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Boom that's, You do that man That's terrorist behavior As labeled in the Patriot Act What you just said What teaching him about Feynman No the other part Oh <laughs>
1: Well, fuck them, dude.
0: (laughs) Hey, everybody.
1: Fuck them, dude. (laughs) No, that's the problem, man. You fucking start with the kids. Get them educated. Get them excited about life. Get them to understand that we exist in a beautiful, juicy, vibrant world and that your brain is an alchemical laboratory which can produce thoughts, which if you put those thoughts into action can transform your entire planet in the same way that the invention of electricity or the varieties of technologies that have come from the mind have shifted our planet it uh, completely and perhaps perpetually. You teach kids that. Your mind is a fucking, is the laboratory from which every single innovation that has affected your species has come. You share the same brain that Einstein had, Feynman had, Buddha had. You have that Computer, Here's some, here's different operating systems that you can decide on. You teach them about yoga. You teach them about health. You get them fucking high when they're ready. Initiatory rituals. You, um, bring them into a visceral experience of the beauty of life. Instead of putting them in little fucking boxes, making them sit at uncomfortable seats and listen to underpaid, angry people. Not all of them. Some teachers don't give a fuck and they're beautiful people, but some of them are like not being treated with any kind of respect and the end result is they're sp- they're they're phoning it in you know and so that makes kids when they think about reading or books or math or any of it they just have this like the same reaction you have when you've gotten a tequila hangover and someone offers you tequila because you've been having this shit Uh, pumped into you in the absolute wrong way. We can't educate kids the way we make foie gras by fucking forcing shit down into their mouths until they're poisoned and sickened by it and hate it because it's coming from angry, bitter people a lot of the times. I can remember certain teachers I had, man. They were fucking pissed, angry shitheads, and it made me hate the information. Okay,
0: but devil's advocate, when you look at the the possibility of computer simulations and you look at the idea that life is some sort of computer program, those people inspired you to not be like them those people inspired you with uh, energy and the motivation and will to to move past their paradigm and to see the error of their ways and one of the best ways to see the error of someone's ways is to see someone who's just preaching bullshit living a miserable life you see it and it's like it's, it's almost more powerful sometimes than a positive image and a, a positive message some of the reason why I got motivated to do all the things that i did was because i I was raised shitty i'll tell
1: you what's motivated me dude what's motivated me is running into some really great teachers in my life you my friend emil amos this guy is a fucking amazing musician he's a genius different different college professors the professor who convinced me to go to fucking india
0: mm-hmm. like really brilliant people i agree with that you've done the same thing to me as have all of my uh my my friends yeah but, but I also think that the the people that are trying to stop me and the people that sure. have said shitty things to me those those people just they started a fire inside me that I don't know if would have been there if just if it was just a positive reaction. No. I think the yin and the yang is important. I so think- I'm,
1: and I am certainly not well, clearly you're never going to get rid of this fucking the, the negative element, but you can be with people who teach what you just said. What you just said, which is a kind of like Nietzschean idea that we need – that part of what we need is a thing to resist. We need a thing to rise above. We need a thing that we can get angry at that that motivates us. But that shit can be taught. You can teach that to kids. You can teach that to people. Like you can show people that – You can just bring people these philosophies that have been developed by super geniuses and let the kids pick, let them decide. Mm -hmm. And you can do it coming from charismatics and coming from performers instead of coming from people who just want to get fucking home.
0: So there's like there is positive ways to achieve results and there's negative ways to achieve positive results. And the negative reinforcement forces you to rebound and to to push away from that and thus create a positive result, but it 's also possible to create that positive result with correct nurturing and a real philosophy for life, yeah, a real positive philosophy so it's it 's almost like we are we 're almost we're almost destined to follow a positive. We, we have several different options for achieving a positive result, including being raised badly, you know, including being raised yeah. by someone who doesn't care about you and forces you to be a much more loving and caring parent.
1: You know this. Sto- this is a story. I- this is going to really probably piss off a lot of the audience because it's a Jesus story. But I just read it. Somebody sent me this book of like monks writing essays on the Gospels, and there's this. And when you hear this at first, it's like, come on, that's so fucking stupid. But then when you think about it, it's kind of a cool idea. But there's this story like Christ is walking through the temple with his fucking disciples, and there's a blind man that he heals, and um, they ask him why was that man blind? Was Why was that man born blind? Is it because of his sins? or that Now, you have to understand this is coming from a primitive desert philosophy, sins and all that shit. But they're saying, is it because of his karma or is it because his parents' bad karma? They're asking, like, what's the reason that this guy is fucked up? And the response is really brilliant. And the response was the guy, and if you take it literally, it's stupid. But the response was, he was... He was born blind so that that miracle could be worked through him so that novelty could come into the universe in the moment that he regained his sight. And I think that's a really beautiful fucking idea, which is that your situation, whatever your specific situation happens to be, that is a negative backed into a corner, dark fucking place. In one way, it's the most awful thing ever. But in another way, there is nothing more fucking beautiful. Like when you have a friend who's like a desperate horrible fucking alcoholic whose life has gone to shit, who's broke all the time and is almost dying. And you see him overcome that fucking addiction. And all of a sudden this guy, wherever he goes to anyone who's an alcoholic is like a living representation of the fact that you don't have to live like that. That is fucking powerful. Mm-hmm. So your negative state, whether you're obese, whether you're a drunk, whether you're on heroin, whatever the fucking thing is that you happen to be in because of circumstance or whatever, that has the potential energy. You can convert that into a living teaching. So that everyone around you can see that you mastered yourself and rose above the darkness. And the people who are in that dark place, they'll be inspired by that a million times more than reading the Bhagavad Gita a thousand times or um, seeing something written down. Because you're the living example of the fact that life, human life, and the human individual's life can radically transform for the positive if you focus. And if you are, uh, there's some luck in there too. But so the point is these negative situations, they're given to us as a, I don't want to say given, but they're an opportunity to really show people shit can get better. Because man, when I hear some you know, like when you see someone who's a cunt and they're yapping about whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? But their life sucks and they're always in drama and they're in a bad relationship. You know, It's what, like, what are you talking about? But when you run into an authentically happy person who's utilized principles and transformed their lives. You fucking listen to that, man.
0: Well, when you run into people that are doing things also, you like feel the need to do things. When you read about someone who's inspirational, you get inspired. You know, you, you, we, we, we draw energy from other examples, including negative ones. You'll see a fat person who'll motivate you to go to the gym. You'll see some guy in a fucking scooter with his gut hanging over the handlebars and you'll, you'll throw the Twinkie away. You know, yeah. we, we, we're, we're capable of taking positives from negatives
1: damn right. We can draw energy from all sources. It doesn't just have to be like, uh, uh, inspirational people. Certainly you can like the idea. Really? The idea is whatever the energy is coming in, turn, into turn your, it to positive. shift it, turn it, transform it, be the fucking prism that shifts whatever that energy is into like a beautiful rainbow instead of like a turd. And even That's when it is idea.
0: positive, just let it enhance your rainbow. Yeah. It, it, it enhance your, your, your beautiful vision of the world and pump it up even further. and, you know that idea. It's something that like people can say, "Oh, you guys talk about that all the time." I really think you have to. I think it's something that's a mantra. I think it's something that yes. needs to be repeated. It's an ethic that needs to be ingrained in our mentalities, and that's why I say it all the time. Because I'm also doing it for myself. I want to. I want to pump my my own version of it up in my own head. Uh, I'm I'm not immune to negative feelings and th- and thoughts. I'm just a, a very diligent watcher. I'm, I'm a very diligent guard of my consciousness. So when I repeat positive things, it's not that I'm trying to convince myself. It's I'm reinforcing these positive traits in my own mind and in the mind of other people. And you know, it may be a bit, a bit repetitive sometimes and get, get a bit redundant, but I think we need it. I really do. I think you need it yourself. I think I need it. I think uh, I think society needs it. Yeah, and I think it's missing. It's missing from all of our entertainment. It's missing from Anderson Cooper CNN reports. It's missing oh, yeah. from it's missing from the fucking news of all the shit of the day and the hurricane devastation. There there's missing uh, a a broadcast from the, from, from the collective consciousness, a broadcast yeah. from the, the culture of the world that we can slowly but surely, despite all the news and evidence to the contrary, slowly but sto- surely all move towards a more positive state.
1: This thing you're talking about is the what I think of as the river and the forest effect. Have you ever been walking in a forest and suddenly you become aware of the sound of the river… It's been there the whole time, but if you don't – it's such a subtle sound that blends in with the Mm -hmm. wind and the sound, but all of a sudden you hear that light trickling of water running over rocks. That's what you're talking about. It's a kind of like metaphysical river that runs through everything, and it's very subtle, and it's very easy to forget that it's there.
0: And we got to figure out how to get it to the ATF. We've got to figure out how to get it to these fucking crazy assholes. Yes. The same people that brought you the Fast and the Furious trying to lock you up for having a rifle and a fucking medical marijuana license. We've got to get this to the same people that run the federal bank that want to pretend there's some fucking crazy debt that we have to pay off. To To who? To yeah. what? Yes. So where's that money? What yes. does it even mean? What does your money represent? Yes. You fucking crazy assholes with your numbers and your fucking the, the scroll underneath the when you're watching the news and that stock market scroll goes under. You're like, what yes. are you saying? <laughs> Yeah.
1: The fuck are you doing? We have to fix it. Well, first, fucking hear it yourself. That's the first goddamn step. Fix the
0: people, goddamn yeah. it. Fix the cons and then get to the point where the consciousness has evolved. So so much that it's 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 ridiculous to everyone Including the people that are in charge
1: Yeah, and but yeah, it, you know And I. this is another thing we always say But just talking about this reminds me of it, man It's so easy to forget this shit And it's so easy to like Go out into the world And like everything's goddamn like Rubbing you the wrong way Everything's like Can seem so fucking terrible But then when you realize like No, you don't have to be a victim You can either get rolled by the wave of phenomena Or you can surf on the fucking top of it And when you w- remember that Then suddenly when you go out into the world The asshole you run into at the fucking gym, the shitty waiter, whatever the the cunt in traffic, these things become little packets of energy that you can use to enhance your existence and to grow. But goddamn, it's easy to forget. And it's easier to let them to be rolled. Mm -hmm. It's easier to be angry it's a form of laziness
0: yeah intellectual laziness and physical laziness that's one of the things Look, in order to have a sound body you have to have a sound mind it sounds like a cliche but it's fucking true you gotta eat healthy you gotta drink a lot of water and you gotta get some fucking exercise in Yes. if you don't get some exercise in your body's gonna betray you your body's gonna lie to you it's gonna give you stress that's unnecessary it's gonna send you signals that you have to deal with you need to keep your fucking machine healthy your vehicle for traveling through this dimension is your body keep that bitch Healthy. See yoga. that. See this shit. This is water. I drink a liter of this every couple hours. I, I slurp I this shit I piss like down. a racehorse. Piss
1: every five seconds in my pants. It's
0: important, folks. Take your vitamin. Brian's over there with a glass of heroin right, mixed right. with AIDS. <laughs>
1: i flavor my heroin with aids there's nothing like heroin flavored aids take
0: off your glasses and show the world your eyes duncan trussell let them know (gasps) let them see your soul let them see through the windows of your soul they're fun to wear those glasses man folks this podcast is over can i can i talk about a show yeah you
1: can uh, i have this show coming up i'm gonna be at the fun 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 fest this weekend in austin but on the sixth what is that it's this badass festival in Austin that happens on the fourth. Everything 4th.
0: is badass. Austin, no. but
1: the show, please come to this. It's Fitzgeralds in Houston on the sixth. That is a show that I really would love for you guys to come. I have one in Dallas, but it's sold out. But the one in Houston, there's still tickets November 6th at Fitzgerald's. If you go to my website, com, you get tickets there.
0: Powerful Duncan Thanks, Joe. Trussell. Thanks for letting me plug that. Please, anytime, man. This weekend, uh, Seattle, Washington on Saturday night, the uh, November 3rd at the Moore Theater is completely sold out. Uh, sorry, bitches, but we're just awesome um voodoo chicken are you gonna make a a scheduled appearance we're gonna contact the voodoo chicken brian Redband's coming and of course greg fitzsimmons will be there as well um and by the way when i say that we're awesome seattle i mean you guys too i mean all of us together it's not just like us i wouldn't say like me and duncan and brian are awesome we're all awesome yeah we're all a part of this awesome experience uh san francisco friday night november 2nd at the knob hill masonic center yeah i know masonic peace i don't know i don't get it for me it's just a place to perform folks i call live i don't even call live nation i have a representative that calls them i don't even deal with those people myself you know what i'm saying i let somebody else do all the dirty work for me that was the only place it's there's nothing sinister about this knob hill masonic center and um they'll probably smell like weed in there (gasps) we're gonna get our freak on Fuck. San Francisco—it's one of the greatest fucking. By cities the way, dude,
1: the Masons knew how to build a place to focus energy. Mm-hmm. I used to—I performed in Masonic halls. You can really fucking blast the beam in those places, man. Oh. You can really do it. Well,
0: it's supposed to be a really cool place, um, and some tickets are still available for that. Uh, some tickets are also available for uh, the Metropolis in Montreal, on November sixteenth. Are you coming with me, Duncan Troussel? Yes, to Montreal. Yes, I can't, Canada. Wait. I can't fucking wait. Yes. Oh, can I say one more thing? Yes. I forgot.
1: Uh, November seventh and eighth, I'm in New Orleans at the Hell Yeah Fest. So come to that, please.
0: Oh, Brian, my little uh, calendar. You don't have up the tenth, which is San Diego, on uh, Joe Rogan. Uh, okay. On the um, the Twitter page, please put that up because Joey Diaz and I are at the Balboa Theater. Maybe Brian Redband too, if he wants to make a trip down. On what day? Down. The tenth. Oh no, you're going to no. be out of town. Yeah. You're going to be in yeah. Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool.
3: I'm um, with Tom Segura and uh, Dayton, uh, November 8th, and Cincinnati, November 9th. Those two uh, shows are not selling as fast as the Columbus people. Yeah, well, is Columbus is out.
0: strong, as always. The, we, we might be looking into buying um, Brian's mom's place in Columbus. She has a fucking bed and breakfast. Nice. And turn it into Death Squad Studios. <laughs> turn it into the Death Squad Compound.
1: You're going to fucking bot. What are you going to do with Brian's mom?
0: We're going to get rid of her. Throw yeah. her
1: into the streets.
0: No, she's got two houses. But uh. like one of them she owns is a bed and breakfast on a giant piece of land where we can hunt deer. Dude, I like it. How many acres did you talk to mom? Oh, I haven't, but I will. It's a lot. More than 20 acres? You saw just the driveway. Yeah, it looks pretty big. <laughs> we need a few hundred acres. We need a Ted Nugent-style high fence. Keep some fucking buffalo roaming around. (laughs) Fucking
2: tunnels.
0: (laughs) Tunnels. I found a place online. Some guy sent me this on Twitter where you can uh, buy houses that are built on top of old missile silos. Yeah, hell yeah. There's a bunch of them.
1: Let's get one of those, brother. That's where they used to manufacture the LSD in a fucking missile silo. Come on! Let's
0: get a silo! That was that... uh, that was the uh, one that um, what's his face Hamilton Morris yes yeah yeah Silo Homes man there's a lot of those Mm. these are these are incredible they uh, there's like several homes for sale that are built, like, if you go to silohome.com, you can check these out. It sounds like the ultimate apocalyptic scenario. Fun, fun, One fun. of them has a, a fucking runway for a plane and, like, a, a this this rustic-looking log house that's built over this several-floor missile silo that's yes. converted into this crazy, like, storage compound. Fucking fascinating shit, folks. Prepare for the apocalypse. It is coming. Hare Krishna. It, it You know, it already came to New York and New Jersey and all our brothers and sisters out there there on the the beach in, in, in Jersey that lost your houses mad love and respect to you and all the people in Long Island that lost their places uh, we, we feel for you that fucking hurricanes a, a cunt and a half yeah. and uh, it may be just the beginning of more crazy storms you got to keep moving folks you can't stay in places that are getting ravaged by nature there's places on earth right now where you can't live you can't live where there are volcanoes you can't live in Antarctica you can't live in the fucking North Pole we got to keep moving okay yeah. and that's one more aspect of our world where we We have to understand that this is really truly a a global community and we can't live in the places that suck and we got to be able to not be fucking territorial and accept people into new spots, Mexico, whatever and make love, make love and and let jizz flow from your penis. Blast
1: that jizz friends blast it
0: and uh, and make people if you can and raise them correctly and be nice to all the folks around and you. And
1: give, drop give, love give the hand jobs. Don't put those yeah. off.
0: Listen, don't. Yeah, uh, give happiness. Yeah, spread. You just orgasms. ruined everything with hand jobs. Hand jobs. What the yeah, hell that? that? Some, some girls don't do jobs.
1: that when, when it's time.
0: Okay. What? I don't know what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Sounds, the sounds right like someone the has, mouth. A, someone has a repulsive penis. <laughs> how dare and the, you! No one wants to suck it. It's beautiful. It's like a root. It's, it's like beautiful. the root of a fucking Rutabago. <laughs> it's the root of What's a evil. Rutabago? A Rutabag? No, what is how it? dare you! It's an oak tree. No, I'm a root. penis
1: model. I use my penis for. I'm wow. a condom model.
0: Sweet. <laughs> all right folks uh that is the end of this week's podcasts thanks to on it.com for sponsoring our podcast and on it is now going to sponsor all of the death squad podcasts including the duncan trussell family hell out, yeah which you can get on uh where's my are you want stitcher are you on stitcher? I'm on stitcher powerful stitcher um we're we're up for some stitcher awards with by the way i don't give a fuck if we win or not because uh i'm not really an awards guy I think the awards for art are silly, but if you give me it, I'll accept it. Uh, we're uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking chose over on it. Dot com. Use the code name Rogan. Uh, save yourself 10% off any and all supplements. Next week we have Philip Copen's, um, Uh, uh, lost civilizations expert on monday brian callen is on tuesday and peter Duisburg on wednesday he is the uh biologist from the university of california berkeley that does not believe that hiv causes aids uh we got a lot of cool shit coming on folks a lot of a lot of craziness you fucking dirty freaks and uh and, and that's it and and by the way the new studio should be any week now it's almost done that's, uh, we'll, we're setting up some things uh, next Wednesday and we may very well start broadcasting live um, in uh, the month of November very that's exciting. what it looks like yeah it's going to be sick alright you fucks we love you we love the shit out of you and you are us and we are you one love keep it going rock this shit